0: Pittsburgh.
1: Peloton is catching a lot of heat online for its new holiday ad. There are also plenty of complaints about body shaming, male dominance, and snobbery in a commercial that focuses on a $2,000 exercise bike in a million-dollar home. Uh, Are they
2: separated? Is he not seeing her on a day-to-day
1: basis? (laughs) She's so
2: terrified that I wondered if it was like, remember the... Twilight Zone movie in the the episode where the kid, if he gets mad at him, he puts him in the TV. I thought she was worried maybe she was going to be in the Peloton TV Mm -hmm. if she didn't do the workouts (laughs) and she would just be in that (laughs) class forever, like Black Mirror style, trying to pedal her (laughs) way out. But then I thought, well, what if she's just a super weirdo and she's terrified of every gift that he gives her each year? So like last year, he gave her a egg, and she's like, oh my God. All right, here goes
3: day one honey <laughs> terrified of this
1: <laughs> oh my god it's making coffee randy
3: bellman and the dve morning show
1: it's five after six at e. here's the channel 11 severe weather and in severe weather center 11 it's 32 degrees now at dve the news is brought to us by hubris auto and truck supply I'm val porter on wednesday the latest phase of the impeachment hearings against donald trump featured legal scholars debating whether the evidence presented so far was sufficient to oust the president from office during the day-long hearing host by the House Judiciary Committee, the three constitutional scholars invited by Democrats said the evidence that Trump pressured Ukraine for his own political profit qualified as an impeachable abuse of power. They added his refusal to cooperate with Congress's pro provided reason for additional charges. However, a fourth scholar invited by Republicans had a different opinion and warned the Democrats case with weak evidence could damage the integrity of the process written in the Constitution. A pit bull mixed dog was found abandoned on top of a Knoxville dumpster yesterday and is being cared for by Humane Animal Rescue. The dog was inside her crate on Knox Avenue Wednesday Mm. morning with the temperature right around freezing. Police are working to determine if charges will be filed against the dog's owner. Federal health authorities say tainted lettuce from central California has now been linked to over 100 illnesses in 23 states. The FDA says the new number more than doubles the magnitude of an ongoing E. coli outbreak connected to romaine lettuce grown in California's Salinas Valley. The agency is urging consumers to check the labeling on their lettuce and throw it out if it's from Salinas Valley. E. coli is a fecal bacteria commonly found among stockyard animals and can cause diarrhea, vomit, and kidney failure
4: like what 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 do we think is going on here with this because this happens fairly recent like fairly often well i don't know is that is that how unhealthy we are as a country that even our salads are are causing us diarrhea
1: could be i'm not sure (laughs)
4: it's like we can't eat healthy to save our
1: lives if you are a helicopter parent, you're setting your kid up for failure. A new study from Florida State University found that kids who had helicopter parents were more likely to experience burnout from schoolwork and they had a harder time transitioning from school to the real world. Researchers defined helicopter parents as those who excessively monitor their kids and are overly involved or controlling in a way that's inappropriate for parents or adults. Helicopter parents behave that way because they don't want their kids to fail. But when kids are micromanaged by parents, they don't develop self-control skills that are necessary for reaching long-term goals and coping with academic stressors or other stressors. Over time, kids feel like everything they do is for their parents, so they lose any personal motivation to succeed. That makes it harder for kids when they become adults to transition Mm -hmm. from school to the real world.
4: Right. They're completely dependent on you. And me and Gardell talk about this all the time because he coaches me up on parenting and he talks about the biggest fear you have as a parent is your kid having this failure to launch. Like they can't leave the nest Mm -hmm. because you've just done every single little thing for them. Yes. So I try to at least show my kids something, you know, because... They need to understand chores and be a little bit independent, but then as a parent, you're always trying to find that groove of all right. Well, I don't want a helicopter, but I also don't want to not know what they're up to. Mm-hmm. So I have to spy a little bit.
1: A delicate balance. Yeah. A couple enjoying a meal at a Denny's restaurant in Galveston, Texas, learned their waitress, Adriana Edwards, walked 14 miles to get to and from work. The couple, who wants to remain anonymous, realized they could help, so they did, giving Adriana the gift of a 2011 Nissan Sentra they they no longer needed. Just hours after meeting her, the couple just handed over the keys to the car. Hmm. All the couple asked in return was that she would pay the good deed forward, which she says she plans to do. Duff McKagan's new video for Cold Outside from his solo album, Tenderness, will help a charity in his hometown of Seattle. The video focuses on the growing homeless population around the U.S. and kicks off a new campaign for the Union Gospel Mission. If you donate to the mission through Propeller, you'll be entered to win memorabilia donated by Duff McKagan. And finally, Oscar-winning actress Emma Stone and Saturday Night Live writer Dave McCrary are getting hitched. The couple who have been dating for two years shared the happy news by posting a photograph on McCrary's Instagram account yesterday. So congratulations to them. Uh, windy today, but we're going to have some sun later on. Temperatures in the upper 30s. It is 32 now at DVE. I'm Val Porter with Bill Crawford. Mike Brasuto coming up at the bottom of the hour with sports. Randy not coming in today. Uh, he went to the Fish Show last night, and apparently it went quite late into the early morning hours, for Randy anyway.
5: Oh,
1: really? So he is not coming in this morning, so we'll uh, make it through, and I think he gave me whatever he had.
4: Uh, Oh, no.
1: Yeah, so I've been fighting it off the last couple of days, but... Oh,
4: I'm sorry about that, Yeah, I'm like, just,
1: please, the worst of it, not come till, like, Tuesday.
4: There is... Because I do
1: not want to fly sick, and I don't want to be in Arizona sick.
4: There is a place out by the Whole Foods in South Hills that um, it's like a repair place. They have sauna. They have all these different things, and you can go get an IV bag. Oh. So you can go get fluids. Uh, I'll have to give you the name of the place off air when I look it up because I I heard about this place, and I was like, "Um, I'm going there 100% before I go on trips or when I come back from trips. Mm Mm-hmm to just sort of keep me balanced and healthy. I was in the sauna last night trying to sweat out any toxins because I don't feel 100%. Mm,
1: yeah, it's that time of year. I was I went to pick up a pre- prescription yesterday, and the line was so long at <laughs> the pharmacy. I'm like, oh, God, everybody is sick. Uh, Wendy, uh, son later, I gave you the forecast already. Um, <laughs> Missy Matthews is going to be on the show today, and Big Cat from Barstool Sports. Uh, that's on the way. It's a...
5: It's the DVE
2: Morning Show. So, it started with a viral Instagram post by a small-time Instagram influencer with a focus on wellness, Metaphysical Megan. She now has 10,000 followers. And the practice of yoni sunning has taken the world by storm. Yoni sunning. What it is, is people who butt-chug sunlight. Now, (laughs) it's been around for a long time, apparently, yoni sunning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now this is both for men and the ladies, and they say that if you go out in the sun and lift your legs, you know, spread them and let the sun hit you right where you have to lay Typically, don't shine. <laughs> mm-hmm, that your body will experience a surge of energy. You'll have improved sleep and better control of your life force. Now, this is really taking off, and a lot of people are saying, oh, you know what, I was embarrassed to talk about this, but it's kind of been my I'm secret it. for a long time. I mean, I'm
1: not into it. But... She
2: wants the vitamin D. <laughs> people really love it. Uh, and now there's all kinds of products out there to help enhance your butt-sunning experience. Yeah, you got to be safe. Because you have to be safe. Indulge in the elegance of a central pay on your taint with bong de soleil's newest line of rectum protection the buckeye bronzer bong de soleil's buckeye bronzer has a patented spf for your tnr
1: taint and rectum
2: that automatically adjusts to the protection level your balloon knot requires so whether or not you have a sensitive and temperamental butthole or a tough all-terrain leather cheerio Bung de Soleil's Buckeye Bronzer is the one for your ham flour.
1: Bung de Soleil.
2: The Bung de Soleil Buckeye Bronzer. Treat your back door to the top shelf of rectum robs Because nobody likes grilled soup.
1: It's a TV morning show. I'm Val Porter with Bill Crawford, Mike Persuda on the way next with sports. Uh, Pens get a win last night against a Blues shutout. Uh, So Mike will talk about that in Steelers news as we get ready to head out to Phoenix for their game against the Cardinals this Sunday afternoon. And, of course, we'll get the pregame underway here on DVE at 12.30. And uh, that's with Tim Bensdale, Lolly, and Rob King. Then Mike Pursuita, Bob Labriola, and Jerry Dulac take over right around 2.30. Kickoff, 4.25 with Bill and Tunch and Wolf and Missy Matthews. Missy on the show, by the way, later this morning, 8.45. Mike's up next with sports on DVE.
6: D.V.E. Sports. I'm Michael Pursuit for D.V.E. Sports brought to you this hour by Dormont Appliance. Juju Smith-Schuster did not practice for the Steelers yesterday and didn't sound like a guy who's ready to turn, ready to return
7: to action anytime soon. Uh, I mean, it, it is frustrating, you know, not being out there to make, help, you know, make your guys, you know, make plays. And, um, you know, I feel like I'm a huge part of this team. But at the same time, you know, I got to do what's right for my team, you know, for me to get healthy. Um, you know, our guys and lead us to the playoffs and hope that I'll be back in time to, you know, contribute to the end of the season or the playoffs.
1: What? That doesn't sound good.
6: Hopefully I'll be able to contribute toward the, to the end of the season or the playoffs. I mean, am I, is this the concussion or the no, knee? the knee. The knee. The knee kind of came out of nowhere. Well, I guess, yeah, it sort of happened to simultaneously, simultaneously with the concussion, and the focus was the concussion. and uh, It sure didn't sound like a guy who thinks he has a chance to play Sunday in Arizona. Yeah. It definitely didn't. Um, we shall see thereafter. Uh, also not working for the Steelers yesterday, Mark Barron, who had the day off, and Vance McDonald who had the day off. James Conner was those listed.
1: Are, those are like veteran. Yeah. yeah. You get a break. Yeah, no worries there. They
6: A they, couple guys don't practice on Wednesday. A couple guys don't practice on Thursday. Mm-hmm. They kind of mix it up. No worries there. Uh, James Conner was listed as limited with a shoulder and Deontay Johnson limited illness. Uh, for the Cardinals, uh, defensive lineman Jonathan Bullard Hamstring didn't practice. He got hurt Uh, Last Sunday against the Rams, Uh, Larry Fitzgerald among the Cardinals veterans who had the day off. And uh, another significant name on the Arizona list, safety Jalen Thompson, concussion was listed as limited. He got concussed against the Rams. He was one of two rookie starters uh, that Arizona had been going with in the secondary, and the Cardinals cut their veteran nickel back on Monday. Tremaine Brock, so that secondary could look like a whole bunch of guys who haven't really done a whole lot in the NFL.
4: Do they give him a call? Like, hey man, you up? (laughs) Can you come back? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I want you back.
6: I doubt it. When you're 3-8-1, they're going to take a look at uh, some of their prospects. Somebody else. See what they have. Uh, This, uh, dare I say, might be a favorable matchup for a Steelers offense that includes Devlin Duck Hodges, the quarterback, and a bunch of receivers that people are still trying to attack, figure out who attached the what names and the numbers.
4: I, I honestly can't believe the Juju thing, Mike. I mean, I saw that yesterday and I was thinking to myself, I don't think any Steeler
6: fan had it in their head that he was going to miss long term. Yeah, like a month. He, he left open the possibility yesterday that he would not be able to play until the postseason if there is one. But uh, it's been that kind of year, and uh, they're going to play Sunday in Arizona anyway. They're also going to play with Marquise Pouncey, who was back in the locker room yesterday back at practice and ready to move forward after uh, events uh, in Cleveland that were what they were.
3: The NFL had to make a statement, rightfully so. I mean, at the end of the day, the fight didn't look good, but the fight was worth it.
6: you have any thoughts on the racial slur allegations?
3: <laughs> Come on, man. That's that's not true at all, but we're past that, man. Honestly, man, you guys know Mason. You guys have been around him a long time. I mean, it's not his first time. Trust me, if your races racist, it'll have been got kind of exposed.
6: Steelers at the Cardinals on Sunday. Penguins hosted the Blues last night. They got a goal from Teddy Blueger, 39 39- Seconds into the game, and uh, the unlikely contributions kept coming thereafter. Comes to the near board to Cahoon. Now back near
0: side pass right front, and guess who's got a goal? <laughs> Stefan Mason <laughs> has picked up his first goal as a Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Penguins have taken a 2-0 lead. So buy Sam a drink and get his dog one too. Stephen on Mason.
6: Yeah, how do you work around not having a bunch of your high-profile top six forwards? Well, you get Teddy Bluger's third of the year at 39 seconds. You get Stefan Nason's first <laughs> with the Penguins at 1920 of the second period, and even Alex Galchenyuk, his second of the year <laughs> at 459 of period number three. Pens beat the Blues three to nothing. That's uh, that is a feel-good win. For the Penguins, Penguins got a Steelers
4: thing going on right now. Isn't that amazing? Yep, how that it's the same it's mirrored, same kind of script that they're following. Tonight and Somebody gets sick yesterday? Like somebody came down with a flu or something. Another like reason that they're not going to be able to participate.
6: I know Zach Aston-Reese missed practice because he was sick. I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't hear about the illness. It, it's that time of year. But uh nice win for the Penguins. Uh, they've got points now in nine consecutive home games. They're 7-0-2 in that span. That's uh, the longest home point streak for the Pens since an 11-game run uh, from January 1st to February the 17th, 2018. Jarry's a big part of that, man. He looks great. He is playing really well. And the other guy is not. Matt Murray is scuffling. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mike Sullivan playing the hot hand yesterday uh, against the defending Stanley Cup champs, and the Pens get the shutout win. College hoops last night, uh, Duquesne improved to seven and zero with a seventy-one to fifty-eight win over VMI. Once again, Duquesne trailed at halftime, and then uh, a forty-seven to twenty-eight second half gets the job done. Penn State improved to seven and one with a seventy-six fifty-four win over Wake Forest, and Robert Morris fell to two and eight losing to Youngstown State, 81-70. to Pirates introduced uh, their new manager yesterday, Derek Shelton, who comes to the Bucks after two years as the bench coach in Minnesota. Uh, Shelton speaking about uh, a timetable for rebuilding uh, with reporters with very little clarity, as you might expect. Uh, quote, <laughs> the, ti- the timetable is something uh, as we build our roster and work through we're going to have a better idea of. Answering that on December the 4th is going to be a little tougher than when we get to Bradenton and start to move forward uh, in terms of what the fans should expect. Uh, Shelton said uh, his Bucks are, quote, going to be, uh, he's going to have a team that's going to be accountable, a group that's going to have fun. We're developing a new culture for Pittsburgh baseball, and I'm excited about it. Oh, man.
4: Well, I wish I didn't have to hear these what else is he going to say, opening right? statements every few years. Yeah.
6: Well, things are fine. We're just going to kind of keep doing what they've been doing because that was working so well. We're going to be
4: accountable. We're going to have fun. We're starting a new era of baseball in Pittsburgh. It's
6: better than we're going to suck, we're going to fight each other in the clubhouse, <laughs> and we're going to be out of it by and May. And we're ending all baseball in <laughs> Pittsburgh. Culture's going to be awful. You're really going to hate this team. When Steeler camp start, how long do I have to – uh,
4: we're never going to take responsibility for a loss. We're not going to shower it off. We're going to wear it around town. Stench is going <laughs> to you're going to smell
6: us coming when we come back from a ten day three city road trip. <coughs> oh, that's TV esports, Valerie.
1: Thanks, Mike. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, I'll have news. Uh, I talked last week about somebody smuggling drugs inside dead goat intestines. Another creative way that people have come up with to smuggle drugs. That's the
6: last place you'd look. Well,
1: yeah, you would think. Um, So I'll have that coming up at the top of the hour. It's a DV DV morning show. I'm Val Porter with Bill Crawford, Mike Brasuda, Joe Rakiki, our producer. Randy was going to come in late this morning. The Fish show was last night. And then... We should have known. Just, uh, we did know. Game day decision. <laughs> I knew. I, I knew
6: yesterday. Did you, <laughs> didn't you hear me on the air say, see you tomorrow or see you Friday, cuz? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't coming in.
4: Yeah. You can't see, you can't go see your favorite band and,
6: uh, come to work. No. You can't. <laughs> I totally, I totally get it.
1: So we'll be, uh, tomorrow afternoon heading to Phoenix for the Steelers game against the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, that game Sunday, 425 kickoff and uh, looking, I did a story, I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, like number four on the gloomiest cities list. Oh. Phoenix is number one on the sunniest. Well, that's
4: what we need.
1: So we're going to go out and <laughs> get a little vitamin D.
4: And exactly what we need. I went out yesterday to load up and get some more. Steeler gear for the trip because you know, Mike, I don't have enough.
6: Paraphernalia. No, I yeah. think that was a good instinct on your part because it sounds like we're going to a serious fan cave. I mean, Harold's every. Cave uh,
1: Creek Corral.
4: Yeah, every picture that I've seen of that place is absolutely insane.
6: Like, oh, yeah,
1: they're expecting over a thousand people for this. Party on Saturday. The kid that
6: won the football game, the mm-hmm. he was wearing a Pegram jersey, if I remember correctly, right? Yes, yeah, I don't think <laughs> did, we,
1: did we give him not, an upgrade? That's
6: not going to cut it. Is I it? know, no, I'm, I'm
4: probably gonna, I probably should have got him a jersey. Uh, you know, <laughs> for me, I personally think that the steel, Steeler fans are the most fashionable. Now, I know other teams out there might think that their fans have the most fashion sense, but the Steeler fans, at least, you have to give us this: we have the most fashion pound for pound. We have more apparel on than any other fan base (laughs) in the league, and it's not even close. Every Steeler fan that comes down to the tailgate – Looks like they were given a Steelers shopping spree, but they were told that they can only keep what they can wear out of the store. <laughs> they got Steeler Crocs on, Steeler Zubaz, a, a camo Heath Miller jersey, a bandana on. Earrings. With flames on it, and somehow there's Steeler emblems in the flames. Right. <laughs> One of those metal Steeler purses. It's a serious yeah. Steeler gloves. Yeah, you can't just show up with a t-shirt and a hat. Steeler socks, Steeler undershirt, Steeler pajamas. They're like Kiss. I mean, they have a, yeah. There's Steeler coffins. There's a hundred percent Steeler's coffins. <laughs> I don't know where they sell them, um, but I was you know planning for the trip, and I and I came to a conclusion that I'm I'm a little bit embarrassed about. But um, the only away games that I've ever been to to watch the Steelers play have been Super Bowls. I've been to three Super Bowls in my life. I went to the one in Tempe in the '90s when we lost to the Cowboys. Great game awesome game and amazing stadium sun devil stadium it was beautiful so probably the only time i've ever been to arizona and uh went to detroit to see that super bowl super bowl 40 and uh, went to tampa
1: i've never been to an away Steelers game i've been to games in phoenix yeah you still
4: might not be able to say that I know, right? Because right? how many Steeler fans are going to be there? It's a this home game.
6: This game isn't going to be in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <but> I <I'm thinking laughs> It's it, going to feel like
4: it. I think it's going to feel like it. So I have a little bit, like, it's, I feel like I have a little bit of black and gold privilege going on. Like, I just, oh, I've only been to the, I only go to Super Bowls. But I really have had no desire to go because it's usually like all all the goons from my old neighborhood that want to go to a division game. And I don't <laughs> want yeah. to. Oh, I'm not going. Go- I don't want to go to Baltimore where we're going to be yeah. outnumbered
6: by fifty thousand people. Risk your life. You would. You wouldn't have to worry about that in Cincinnati. And, no, but that stadium sucks. And there are some fun places to go. Your Green Bay's and your Kansas Cities and your Seattle's where it's just fun and no people, doubt people aren't jerks. And uh, I would say
4: Lambo's number one, and honestly, Seattle might be number two.
6: KC's right up there too. KC is mm-hmm. phenomenal. It, uh, I always think that though when I want to go to but those this place, stadiums, you'll really enjoy this one because the stadium itself looks like a spaceship.
1: They um it's very they, very cool. They roll the grass outside.
6: Yes. So it can on be the na- field,
1: so it can grow in the... It's an
6: indoor stadium with natural grass. Oh, that's pretty
1: sweet. Yeah, And there's an area, from what I remember, it's been a while since I was there, but there's an area near the stadium that's kind of like the waterfront here, like there's restaurants and shops and... well, they oh,
6: also, that's they, nice. they put grass in to tailgate on, but there's not a lot of grass out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, I mean, right. It's a right, right, desert. The desert. <laughs> but they, at least, I haven't been there in a couple of years myself, but they, when they first opened it, I know they had grass tailgating lots that they maintain. <laughs> that is hilarious. I don't know if they roll those inside at night, too. I don't think so.
4: <laughs> I mean, I've always thought if I went to another stadium, I don't want to go to a Steeler game because then, you know, I'm going to have to wear all my stuff, and I'm going to have to get into it with other fan bases, and I really just want to go and appreciate yeah. those. But, like, I if I go to Green Bay, I don't want to get in a, in a fight with a cheese head. You have no want to enjoy that There's stadium. There's no
6: chance of that happening. They will invi- really? They will invite you – to their tailgate, and ask you if you thought Chuck Noll could have outcoached Vince Lombardi. <laughs> I mean, it, Green really? Bay, Green Bay's a trip back in time. It's you, yeah, you will have no issue in Green Bay. Now, if you go to Philly. Yeah, yeah, got kind of on your own. If right, you right. You're off the probably wheel gonna up. get yeah. punched in the head. Oh,
4: that's yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, we're and gonna be heading spit on your
6: steak and pats.
1: <laughs> we're gonna be heading to Phoenix tomorrow. We'll broadcast live on DVE, I think five to seven Pittsburgh time Saturday afternoon because we're doing a big show at Harold's Cave Creek Corral, which is, from what I've read, like the biggest Steelers bar in the country. I, I
6: mean, it's the greatest. There's a cave. There's a creek. <laughs> and if you ride your horse, there's a corral.
1: Right. There's Perfect. a stage
4: so- <laughs> outside where there is a football field of a desert where they have tables and they have food trucks and it, it just looks it looks crazy.
1: Merrill Hodge, Antonio Holmes, Louis Lips, Mel Blunt, all gonna be there Ooh. as part of that. Missy Matthews, I've heard, also will be there and will join us. She's yes. coming up at eight forty five this morning. Big cat from Barstool Sports at nine fifteen. It's a DV morning show. DV traffic brought to us by the Carnegie Science Center. An accident blocking two lanes on 28 inbound approaching the Highland Park Bridge. Traffic just getting by on the shoulder. This report doesn't tell me what shoulder, so can't help you there. Sorry. Disabled vehicle on 65 outbound at Beaver Avenue, Marshall Avenue. Disabled vehicle on Center Avenue at Bigelow Boulevard. I'm Val Porter, DVE traffic.
2: Pittsburgh best-dressed NFL coach at the owner's meeting, clearly Andy Reid, right? Is, isn't is it wonderful how he has just steered into the skid of, I don't care anymore.
8: Yes, yeah, he was all the way there. He's been there for a while, but he like going with the, the shorts and the team issues, the Hawaiian shirt that was probably, you know, it's always funny to wear something, and I, I do this all the time, but to wear something that everyone wa- looks at that picture and says, that guy, he didn't pay for that shirt. Like he's wearing free clothes. <laughs> And that's what Andy Reid is doing with the Kansas City Chiefs Hawaiian shirt. like. And I love these new coaches who, like Ben McAdoo, where they dress like absolute slums <laughs> And it's so funny because it's like... That's what a football guy thinks he's dressing up, but it just looks even worse. <laughs> it's a, well, no, I got a You're dressed up, right? No, you yeah, look like I, you're I, on a I, cruise. <laughs> yeah, right. I got a couple buttons here. I'm, I'm doing well for myself.
3: Randy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show.
1: That is Big Cat from Barstool Sports. Uh, you just heard there, and he's going to join us later this morning, nine fifteen. 15. Val Porter. Here is the Channel 11 Severe Weather. Severe Weather Center 11. It's 32 degrees now at DVE. The news is brought to us by O2 Derm Pet Topical Healing Gel. On Wednesday, the Trump administration approved a new rule that will take nearly 700,000 people off the federal food stamp program by enforcing federal work requirements, despite tens of thousands of letters protesting the move. The Department of Agriculture proposed the rule change back in February. It calls for states to enforce able-bodied adult without kids to work, though governors regularly waived this requirement, particularly in areas experiencing economic distress. The department had argued that since the economy has improved under the Trump administration, able-bodied adults no longer need assistance with a strong job market. Court officials say the 24-year-old woman facing attempted homicide charges after allegedly stabbing former NFL wide receiver Terrell Pryor will remain behind bars without bail. Shalaya Briston was denied bond Wednesday for the incident at Pryor's Heinz Loft's apartment early Saturday morning. Pryor faces simple assault charges himself for the domestic incident. Mm. During a news conference yesterday, Pryor's attorney said his client was sleeping at the time when Briston and two other women began yelling at the 30-year-old, claiming he was cheating.
4: What a crazy story.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. I think it was yesterday that he, or the day before he put out on social media that they brought him back to life twice. Yeah. Crazy.
4: And now he's fine, right? Like, he's okay. He, well, he's, okay. he's going to be. He's yeah. going to
1: be, yeah. The Pittsburgh Zoo and PPG Aquarium is readying for its first Penguins on Parade event of the season. The annual tradition occurs every Saturday outside the aquarium while temperatures are under 45 degrees. That's according to zoo officials. One of the penguin keepers says the birds enjoy the tradition as much as the spectator since they're naturally curious toward the new sights and sounds they experience during the parade. So... Check that out at the zoo.
4: Just make sure it's not one of the South African penguins. (laughs) Like the penguins had when they first started and it died on the ice.
1: (laughs) In 10 cities around the world, you'll find giving machines, which are actually vending machines that help people donate to charity with a push of a button. Machines offer opportunities to donate items like books, meals, and personal care items. There are some unique options as well, like donating a chicken to a family in need on the other side of the world which I got a catalog for last week. Mm-hmm. I think it's Heifer International is is the organization. Like you can donate a colony of bees Oh, to a family. Well, how or I... you can give <laughs> oh, a cow. Or... I,
4: I know a couple of families I'd like to donate a <laughs> colony of bees.
1: Uh, it's the third (laughs) year the machines have been in place during the holiday season. They're a big success, raising millions of dollars for local and global charities. Get ready to see things, uh, more things in classic blue. It's Pantone's color of the year. The company describes the denim-like tone as solid, dependable, and easily relatable. I've never thought of a color as relatable, but... Never. It also hopes the color will encourage people to stay calm. Pantone has chosen several shades of blue since the tradition began in 2000. Last year's color, though, was living coral.
4: A bunch of people are going to think it's gold and there's going to be a whole thing on the Internet.
1: <laughs> right, what, do you, what color do
4: you see? I thought this was a cool color. I hate you. Who'd you vote for?
1: <laughs> a North Carolina woman is dead after her oxygen tank exploded while she was smoking.
4: Yeah, that can happen. I think happen. it
1: says right on <laughs> On <laughs> the canister.
4: Don't smoke near this.
1: Police say 61-year-old Belinda Koble was smoking a cigarette at her home, which caused her oxygen tank to ignite. Her husband reportedly awoke to the flames, which he tried to put out before calling 911. The explosion and resulting fire were said to have caused minimal property damage.
4: Is it, did you say she died? Yes. So, I mean, she died doing what she loved? I, yeah, I guess I she guess. really loved I mean,
1: it. Oof. For her, it was worth dying for, I guess.
4: Bury her in a giant Marlboro box.
1: (laughs) Does she get miles? (laughs) Does she have enough miles for All the miles. Police in Canada say two people used a potato gun to launch lots of drugs into a jail. Authorities caught the 28-year-old woman and 18-year-old man outside of Saskatoon Provincial Correctional Center with the pipe-based cannon that uses air pressure to fire it. Officers (laughs) recovered 28 grams of pot. Three grams of cannabis shatter. I have no idea what that is. Cannabis I don't know shatter. if it's some Canadian thing, and seven grams of crystal meth in the van they tried to use to flee before crashing into three police vehicles. The duo faces several charges, including trafficking crystal meth and distributing cannabis to an institution.
4: Like why would you want I, I understand that, you know, people in jail need to do drugs. <laughs> and a lot of them that's why they're there right. is they're drug addicts who turn to a life of crime. But why would you want to do something that kept you up at jail? Why would you want to do math? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's that's bizarre. That's a bizarre one.
1: Will Smith is opening up about his recent colonoscopy vlog. Remember, he put that video out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actor revealed to Ellen DeGeneres that he thought it would be a fun idea to vlog the experience. However, things got very real quite quickly. Smith said they removed a precancerous polyp and took a moment to stress the importance of taking those health issues very seriously.
4: Did Jada get him a colonoscopy for Christmas? I don't know. And then he just vlogged about it like that Peloton <laughs> ad? Yeah.
1: Four months after removing her Johnny Manziel-related tattoos, Brie Tiesi has filed for divorce. TMZ reporting the Heisman Trophy winner and model split earlier this year after a year of marriage. How does he get a model?
4: Johnny divorce.
1: He has, uh, or she has accused him of cheating, saying that vows were broken. Johnny's latest attempt at playing football ending after he played two games in the Alliance of American Football League, which suspended operations back in April. Of course, we know he played for the Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. and got cut from them in March of 2016 and then got tossed out of the CFL for breaking his contract. So
4: Merrill Hodge called that from a million miles away. Yes. Remember when we had him on oh, and he just trashed him?
1: Like every time he was on the show.
4: <laughs> he came out onto the stage with that, you know, making money with both hands. Like, we're about to change the game. It's like, no, the game ain't changing. Mm. Not for you. <laughs> You're out the league
1: and out of a wife apparently so you're out the marriage forecast today windy but we are supposed to have some later on upper 30s for the high i'm val porter with bill crawford and mike Brasuda and randy taking a day off after going to the fish show last night and uh i don't know he might have given me his lyme disease oh no
4: wait my my, Lyme disease my
1: joints are real achy today
4: Uh uh-oh what are you going to do? my hands,
1: I don't know. What
4: are you going to do? We have a trip tomorrow. I'm not sitting <laughs> next know. to either of you.
1: I woke up with a sore throat this morning. I was so pissed off.
4: Are you drinking? Yeah, I see you have um, the OJ.
1: I've been guzzling orange juice, taking extra vitamins like um, do you twice have a day. You've been I taking do. zinc? I did, I did get some zinc lozenges.
4: <laughs> you you got to go to the sauna?
1: You got to sweat just it out? Hold it off until we get back. How do you hold? how do don't you hold know the sickness off for four days. I don't. I don't know, but I'm trying.
4: <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I'm
1: trying. So uh, I'm
4: gonna have to wear one of those dust masks on the plane next I to you of guys. That.
1: I thought should I get one of those masks to wear? Do you think I should? Probably. Because if I well, I'll I see can how see I f-
4: you pulling that off. I'll
1: see how I feel tomorrow. Because I don't want pe- if I'm sneezing, I don't want people to be pissed at me.
4: I'll go uh I'll go down to the steeler store that I was at yesterday called <laughs> Definitely you and I'll see if they have steeler uh, emblemed medical dust masks. masks. Yeah
1: <laughs> I bet you they do. Somebody does mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, we're getting ready to to make our trip out to sunny and not hot, but warmer than here, Phoenix, Arizona.
4: This weather is is just depressing. Yeah. And my mom just had this real significant back surgery. So she's rehabbing from that. And I don't know why she always picks like December or January. It's like the worst time of year for us all to to be in a position to try to help. Everybody's super stressed out. The holidays are right around the corner. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely dreary outside. It's just gray, raining, raining. That wintry mix is such, I, that's probably one of my least favorite weather terms. It sounds nice. Ooh, what do you have in your bathroom? Oh, it's a wintry mix. It's <laughs> potpourri and pine cones. No, what is it? It's rain. It's and half rain, snow. half snow. It doesn't have enough balls
1: to snow, <laughs> so now
4: we got to walk around wet and cold.
1: This has just been a gross week. It's just nasty. Yeah. Unfortunately, our friends from uh one Kiss are doing stuff of bus and have that. I think it was, was it last year it was really warm for them they had really good weather all week.
4: Man, I don't remember. It was either it last year last or the year. Year. it was the
1: last year or the year before. I just remember mm-hmm. one week they had really nice weather. Not this week though. No. But they're doing uh, a good thing uh, collecting toys for Toys for Tots and they're out in the Robinson Town Center and uh, it's down at the end by home goods like right mm-hmm. across from IKEA. IKEA. Yep. So uh, I know they're. i stopping they're, out today. They're doing great. So uh, if you want to donate to Toys for Tots, do it for our friends at uh, 96.1 Kiss FM.
4: They're sick. Mikey's yeah. been sick all week, and for him to miss a day of stuff of buses is, is it's significant. Huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so uh, uh, go out and support them. Yeah, I'm gonna, Missy. I'm stop out after
1: Missy the show. Missy Matthews from uh, dot going to join us. She she's going to talk a little bit about our trip. I don't know if she's ever been to Harold's Cave Creek Corral or not. That's where we're going to broadcast from on Saturday as part of our trip there. I
4: bet she has. I mean, she's a part of the Steelers Nation Unite itinerary. Oh, then she probably has. So she, sure I mean, w- you know, when we get her on, we got to ask her about that stuff because they have stuff planned for the fans. It, it's, it's amazing. Like, it is... They had, I saw one video where they had broad Woodson hanging out and you know, we're going to have all those Steeler greats out there this time to to be able to talk to just for a Steeler fan. You just find whatever bar that they're going to be at and you go there because you're going to see all timers. You're going to see hall of famers and just up on stage doing Q and A's and getting you pumped for a Steeler game. And it feels like Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah. We're broadcasting live three to five Arizona time, five to seven Pittsburgh time. Saturday afternoon, and we'll be joined by Meryl Hodge and uh, Santonio Holmes, Louis Lips, Mel Blunt, all going to be there and looking forward to that show. Cannot wait. It looks like it's going to be a, a crazy pep rally <laughs> for the game on Sunday. Uh, Mike's going to have sports coming up at the bottom of the hour. It's the DD morning
2: show. The new trailer for Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, is out. People are uh, kind of going crazy. it oh, was awesome. Well, the reason people are... are, are upset. There's a scene where some little welding droid is doing work on the back of C-3PO's head. Yeah. And Poe asks, what are you doing there, 3PO? And he replies, taking one last look, sir, at my friends. And everyone's all emotional in the room. Mm -hmm. R2-D2 has a little mini fit. Has to be comforted by (laughs) C-3PO. Chewbacca lets out (laughs)
5: a.
2: So you know so this you emotional C-3PO die or whatever the robot equivalent of death is power down forever. Now, again, this is the end of the so-called Skywalker saga. They've already killed off Han spoiler alert and Luke spoiler alert. 3PO more important than those two. Mm, I don't know. So it got us thinking since Scorsese was bitching about these kinds of movies saying they weren't cinema mm-hmm. you know we lumped star wars in with the marvel comics and you know the big budget huge action cgi infused movies how could they make c-3po's death cinematic in a way that scorsese would appreciate and if we if we thought if scorsese directed the death scene it would go like this <laughs> I,
0: if it isn't Tommy, the
2: former shoe shine boy. It's such a delight to see you after such a long time, my old friend.
4: Maybe you didn't hear, C-3PO, but I don't shine shoes no more.
2: Oh, well, congratulations on your escalation up the ranks of the organization. Your mother must be so proud. How is the old dear? I do love her painting. Hey,
4: don't break my ball bearing, C-3PO.
2: Well, my apologies, Tommy. I hadn't intended to even... Good naturedly giving you a bit of teasing. I'm genuinely happy to see you again. Cheers to you.
4: Okay, all right. Yeah,
0: cheers to you. Now go get your f- shine box. <laughs> oh, oh my. Oh, please stop. Oh, oh, this is dreadful. Oh, no. Oh, please beating me to be further. Oh,
4: I'm sorry I got oil
2: all over you for a better day. DVE Sports.
6: I'm Mike Pursuit Fort DVE Sports brought to you this hour by Bridgeville Appliance. The Steelers began their on-field preparations for the Arizona Cardinals this Sunday in Arizona. Yesterday on the south side, not working with the group was wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster, who didn't practice because of a knee injury. Afterward, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster let us know that uh, the arrow
7: is absolutely pointing down. Uh, I mean, it is frustrating, you know, not being out there to help, you know, make your guys, you know, make plays and, um, you know, I feel like I'm a huge part of this team, but at the same time, you know, I got to do what's right for my team, you know, for me to get healthy, um, you know, our guys and lead us to the playoffs and hope that I'll be back in time to, you know, contribute to the end of the season or the playoffs.
6: Hopefully I'll be back to contribute to the end of the season. Not encouraging, not what the Steelers wanted to hear, but hey. Uh, he's not the only guy they've been going without this year. And, Certainly uh, not. They haven't had him lately, and it looks as if they're not going to have him Sunday in Arizona against the Cardinals. They will have Senator uh, Marquise Pouncey back. His two-game suspension has ended, and he was absolutely uh, bursting at the seams <laughs> Yeah, he was. He, he was really excited to be back and really gave uh, the whole atmosphere a big jolt of energy. Uh, Pouncey spent some time talking with a bunch of us yesterday morning and uh, among the subjects broached were the free Pouncey shirts, uh, the hoodies that Mm -hmm. a lot of the players wore to the game on Sunday. Pouncey said that uh, he knew his teammates loved him and respected him, how they felt about him, but he still really appreciated the gesture. Yeah, I got two. I sent one to my brother too. (laughs) Just in case he gets locked up. (laughs) Never know with those pounceys. So. <laughs> long as it isn't a free Hernandez hoodie, I think we're good. You know what they say about stuff. It's in style, but it goes out of style. If yeah. you wait long enough, it comes, <laughs> comes, back, comes in. back in. So <laughs> it's got that in the back pocket.
4: His legend has grown. I mean, he he is one of my favorite players. I love that guy.
6: Obviously, his teammates do too. Obviously. And it's been that way for a long time. It be good to get him back. B.J. Finney did really well. Uh, replacing him but he is not Marquise Pouncey but I love even just the jovial
4: nature of how he talked about that he said man those guys ran their tails off they didn't need me
6: Yeah, and he also said Finney made a lot of money the last couple of Mm -hmm. weeks getting the the job done putting that on tape Uh, it will be Devlin Duck Hodges again at quarterback Uh, it's a really interesting matchup it's uh, last year's Heisman Trophy winner Kyler Murray Against last year's Walter Payton Award winner, the Apple uh, F- Award winner, the FCS uh, Player of the Year Devlin Hodges, but uh, Devlin- one guy was drafted first overall and one guy was not drafted. No, but it's not uh, exactly new ground for Hodges. He played against Baker Mayfield last week, last or Sunday. Mayfield, uh, the first overall pick in uh, 2018, Murray's the 2019 first overall pick, but. Doc Hodges said yesterday that uh, he's not playing to outplay those guys.
9: I'm motivated by guys in the locker room, in this locker room, and you know they're the guys that motivate me. I want to do whatever it takes to win the game. You know, I don't, I don't ever want to compare myself to anybody else because I am who I am, and I'm not, I'm not worried about him being uh, the first pick overall or anything. I got, I got to worry about me and, and this team and what we can do.
6: Really curious to see how the Steelers play it uh, on Sunday offensively. Me too. Um, I get what they were doing against Cleveland. I thought they were conservative to a fault early, and uh, I'm guessing that their plan was, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna take as as few risks as we can offensively and see how that goes, and then go from there." And uh, when you're down ten nothing, you have to start to open it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think I think the free play, uh, you know, that's a free shot, and they saw, "Hey, this guy can hit a 31 yard ball down the sideline." And then the two-minute drill, you have to throw it aggressively down the field if you want to get points at the end of the second quarter. And uh, Devlin Hodges stepped up in both of those instances. Arizona is not good defensively, but the the pass defense problems really jump out at you. And it's a secondary in flux, and they've been giving up a ton of yards and a ton of points. Here's one thing I don't want to see happen. I don't want to see the Steelers be so conservative that they're up by four or five at the end of the game and Kyler Murray's got the ball with a Mm -hmm. chance to beat them. I would try to put these guys away. Early. Don't try to outlast them. I think you can attack this uh, defense, even with Hodges, even with what they've got at wide receiver without Juju Smith-Schuster. And, uh, you know, again, not throw it 55 times. It it shouldn't look like the Ben offense, shotgun every time and throwing it every time. But a nice mix of run and pass. And when you do throw, don't throw it sideways. Attack. One thing that he hasn't had to deal with, Duck Hodges, yet is
4: drops. Uh, It it seems like every ball he throws is getting
6: caught. Just about. There was one. They had a slant early in the game against Cleveland, and it was there. Mm -hmm. And it would have been a nice game, if not a huge play. It it was a little high, but it went through Deontay Johnson's hands. I thought uh, Johnson should have caught it. But... Because well, that can really kill the confidence of the offense. You start getting
4: yeah. drop balls when you're when you're being aggressive, and then all of a sudden you take the air out of the ball. They certainly
6: made up for that with uh, the combat catches from Washington, mm-hmm. which were as uh, as spectacular as they were timely. Uh, three of them that really aided the cause, and that's you know that's how you win in the NFL. Guys make plays. You hear that cliche all the time. Somebody's got to make a play. Well, that's mm-hmm. those are three examples. We'll see if they can keep that going Sunday in arizona the penguins uh at least what's left of them <laughs> took <laughs> on the stanley cup champion st louis blues last night and the penguins didn't waste any time getting off to a good start
0: Bluger of the penguins on the left side sets it up for marcus peterson shoots and scores it might have been deflected on the way in and Bluger may have touched that puck the penguins strike they take a one nothing lead oh michael michael motorcycle Bluger at the edge of the crease and
6: he stepped it in. Yeah, Bluger started the year from Marcus Pedersen and Brandon Tanev at 39 seconds. Uh, the Penguins also got a goal from Stefan Nason, his first with the team. Late in the second period, and that was a- quick. Alex Galchenyuk's second in the third period. Three nothing Pens. Uh, the uh, complimentary scoring a big deal last night. But uh, the bigger deal was Tristan Jari in net, 28 stops on 28 shots. It was his first shutout since January the 5th, 2018 at the Islanders. Uh, Jari has allowed two goals or fewer in eight of his ten appearances this season.
4: He's having a great season.
6: He's 6-4 and four on the year, but his save percentage is .936 and his goals against 2.02. Both of those figures uh, the best in the NHL among goaltenders who have played at least three games. In- wow. Interesting stuff for the Penguins, but uh, a much-needed W last night. Uh, Pirates also uh, made some news yesterday. Uh, we knew that uh, Dirk Shelton was going to be their new manager, but Shelton was introduced to the media yesterday, and he had uh, an interesting observation about Pittsburgh Specifically, uh, the vibe he got about Pittsburgh from Pittsburghers. My family
10: and I came in differently. And as we came under through the tunnel and through the bridge, every driver that we had for my family was basically like, take in the skyline, take in the city. And just to see how prideful like three different gentlemen were about the city and being in the city the last few days, I'm really excited to be here.
4: (laughs) He hasn't seen anything yet. Taking
6: the skyline. Wonder if any of those limo drivers Yeah, this is a four pit bridge. It'd be, <laughs> that'd be a good spot right yeah. there about a year and a half from now after <laughs> this doesn't <of> work. <laughs> there's so many bridges to jump off of. Yeah. Well, you know what? He's, he's, <laughs> he's gotten all the important stuff down. Now, thanks to Pirates.com for that uh, audio, by the way. But uh, there's also a 12 minute video on Pirates.com of Derek Shelton and Joe Musgrove going to Permany's and having a sandwich which you have to do so he's got that Check checked that box he's been through the tunnel oh look at that did he go up to the overlook on uh, Mount Washington uh, yet I don't know but uh, maybe that's today have they made a, a roast beef bust of him at Subway I don't think he's looked at the roster yet because he seems really excited to be here <laughs> right you uh, so uh, he get the roster you know that, and the budget the view on that four pit bridge is just tremendous I can't wait to get a look at our operating budget for next year I'm sure I'll be It's what? What? It's how much? Oh God! Hey, driver, turn around. Back to the airport. (laughs) No, it's you know the guy's uh, paid his dues as uh, a hitting coach and a bench coach, and he's been waiting for an opportunity. We'll see what uh, what he can do with it. Clint Hurdle caught lightning in a bottle. Remember our uh, fantastic advice to Clint Hurdle. uh, Randy's first comments to him when he came in upon his hiring. And uh, Randy said, "Congratulations! You can't do worse than the last guy." What do you say? Can I put that outside the locker room? You mind if I borrow that and put it on the side?
4: <laughs> Everybody smack this before we take the field. Play like a champion
6: today. You can't do worse <laughs> can't than do the last worse guy. Than the last guys. That's sports.
1: Thanks, Mike. Uh, Missy Matthews is going to join us at 8:45 this morning. Big Cat from Barstool Sports. And, uh, yeah, we're getting ready to head to, uh, Arizona for the, uh, Steelers game against the Cardinals and your Bud Light game day bar of the week. Go to local brew house on Federal Street, just over the Clemente Bridge. $4 Bud Light 20 ounce drafts during all Steeler games. It's a DV morning. It's a DV morning show. Listen to a little Christmas music there in the iHeartRadio app. That's nice. Getting you into the spirit. Did you start shopping yet?
4: I did not. I I shopped a little bit yesterday. Um, for the first... That was my first time out. What about you?
1: I have not even started. That's Which, shocking. <laughs> this is really late for me.
4: This has to be the latest you've ever been.
1: Uh, probably, yeah.
4: Um, the girls made their Christmas lists last night.
1: Was it lengthy?
4: It was lengthy, and I committed... A rookie mistake. I mean, I've been at this long enough. I should know. They said, hey, Dad, is it okay if we make our Christmas list? And I said, of course. And I didn't see them take into the other room catalogs that come in the mail. Mm -hmm. So they have, like, Learning Express, Pottery Barn Kids, Target, a couple other places. But their Christmas list is, like, super super specific like they're asking for well, that's
1: kind of good
4: play zoom smart watch, serial number 227364 <laughs> like i'm like you can't yeah. ask santa that directly i, I whatever it happened to it just dolls him. stuffed animals yeah toys he needs a little room to interpret a
1: little wiggle room
4: you know now he's working for you now Santa and his elves are working for you and if they don't come up with the exact specifications you're going to cry.
1: If you're off just by one number, totally different series.
4: Christmas ruined. Christmas ruined. <laughs> Remember the last I I don't I think it was last year or the year before where Emma just cried in the middle of Christmas and and it <laughs> it built over three presents. One she was like I didn't ask for this. And her voice was kind of quaking. And then the next one, she was like, I don't like this at all. And then the third one, full-blown cry.
1: I hope you have- I don't like this! I hope you have that on video.
4: Oh, oh, I do. (laughs) Um, And I told them that the dog is their Christmas present. Like, they, they asked for a dog. They asked for a puppy or they wanted something. And we got Nike- And I said, like, this is your Christmas present. Now, this was a month ago. Mm -hmm. So now
1: they forgot. They're acting
4: like one of these witnesses in the impeachment hearings. (laughs) I cannot recall at this time. You said, no, you said Nike was the present. Remember? I can't recall. Well, you better start recalling or I'm going to impeach this dog. Um, and, and I love the little guy. He's been an amazing addition to the family, and I can't wait to have a Christmas with him. I yeah. hope he doesn't eat our entire tree. I tried to tell oh, them that yeah, they have to keep an eye on him because we got a real tree. And to him, mm-hmm. that's about 5,000 real sticks
1: right. for him yeah. to play He had a with. good place to pee.
4: <laughs> right. So I'm trying to keep him away from the tree, and we keep, we keep him crated when we're not in the house. But the other day, uh, you know, I always take him with me when I go to pick up the girls. Mm-hmm. And this guy is glued to me. And in a way that I've never, like, it is, I, it, it's giving me PTSD, like flashbacks from when, my kids were babies babies and toddlers just following me like in my armpit we're sitting there and if i stand up he's he gets up he's Mm -hmm. like what are you doing where are you going are you going to leave me forever
1: yeah no i'm
4: just going to the bathroom
1: (laughs) does he push the the door of the bathroom open because that's Uh, what my dogs do yes well only one the other one doesn't really come in
4: yeah last night i was taking a shower all of a sudden there's a dog head in the shower (laughs) He's like, what's going on in here? Oh my God, I'm so This is fun. What are we doing in here? Yeah. I'm like, I'm doing something in here.
5: <laughs> um So the
4: other day I load him up into the car and we go up to school to pick the kids up, and I'm coming up this hill, and you know, I I, you know, press the gas to go up the hill, and there's another car that's that's parked up the street a little bit. And this dog is just always like in my mix. Like he's always coming up in the on back you. seat. He, I'm trying to elbow him to get back. Mm -hmm. He licks the inside of my ear. (laughs) And I didn't know what to do. I thought I hit the brake. I hit the gas and smashed into a car in front of me. No, you didn't.
11: Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God.
4: (laughs) I put it in park. The dog is like frazzled. I'm frazzled. I get out of the car. This guy gets out of the car like, what the hell's going on here? I'm parked. I'm on my phone. I'm w- like, what? What are you doing? And I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. My dog gave me a web willy, and I pr- I pressed the gas pedal by mistake.
1: Was that acceptable for it that guy? It really wasn't.
4: Like he, you know, when you're angry but you can't really do anything about it. That's what this guy was. He was like, oh, what? Your dog has licked your ear, and I said, yeah, I'm sorry, man. And we went, and there was. No damage, so it was fine.
1: Well, that's good.
4: But uh but yeah. Oh, I, mean, nice. I was just like, Oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> but then I told the girls, I'm like, listen, this Chris, this has to be like the main gift from me. Yeah. Like this it, this guy Dad I got could, us a dog. I could have gotten a lot of trouble right then. Right. Like this <laughs> this Christmas present could have been more ya. costly, right? I could have got beat up. I could have, you know, had to pay out. <laughs> A lot of things could have went wrong.
1: How old is he, the dog?
4: He's six months old.
1: Ah, he's just a little puppy. Yeah. He's a baby.
4: Still likes to go to the bathroom, like, all over the house.
1: Oh Well, you know what? I'm on the other end of that because mine are 15 and can't help but go in the house. They don't even know they're going.
4: Oh, no. (laughs) And do they go in the same spot? Oh, no. They mix it up.
1: (laughs) This morning there was a trail for all the way down the hall. (laughs) Oh, my God. See, I don't
4: like not knowing where it is, like when, I, you, yeah. when you have to follow the smell.
1: You can't walk anywhere in our house without the lights on mm-hmm. and looking
4: at the floor. <laughs> there might be where, a landmine. Yes.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter what time yeah. of the day it is.
4: Yeah. If I step on the carpet and it's a little wet, I'm like, was that from my shoes that I tracked in mm-hmm. or are we dealing with something more? Yeah. And no, then the trainer uh, told me that if he pees in a certain spot
1: he'll go and you don't again.
4: clean it completely, then they smell it and they go, "Oh, okay. This well, this I'm is this be. is my spot. Yes. I'll pee here every time." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so
1: we're experiencing kind of the same thing, but on opposite ends of the spectrum.
4: Now, so. will you get your dogs anything for Christmas? Like, will you get them uh, a nice Christmas diaper, or
1: <laughs> maybe we should? <laughs> I don't know.
4: Or get them new Swiffer pads for you? Uh, like it's a gift.
1: We usually kind of get, you know, a toy or something. But the mm. one doesn't play with toys anymore. He's so old.
4: He's like, get get that toy out of here.
1: R- Riley still likes toys. But Give me
4: some meatloaf. Gino's
1: like, yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm done playing. So, well, that's good. The girls have their list ready their to go.
4: That's good. A little too specific for my taste, but we'll see. We'll see.
1: <laughs> Uh, I've got news coming up next. We're going to talk about how often we wake up on the wrong side of the bed as a collective group, and it is a lot. You'll be surprised. That's coming up in news. It's D.
0: Pittsburgh.
4: I mean, I've always thought if I went to another stadium, I don't want to go to a Steeler game because then, you know, I'm going to have to wear all my stuff, and I'm going to have to get into it with other fan bases, and I really just want to go and appreciate those. But, like, I if I go to Green Bay, I don't want
6: to get in in a fight with a cheesehead. You have no I want chance. to enjoy that There's stadium. No chance of that happening. They will inv- really. They will invite you to their tailgate and ask you if you thought Chuck Noll could have outcoached Vince Lombardi. <laughs> I mean, it, it, Green really? Bay. Green Bay's a trip back in time. It's you, yeah. You will have no issue in Green Bay. Now, if you go to Philly. Yeah, yeah. Got kind of on your own. If right, you're right. You're off the
3: probably wheel. gonna get yeah. punched in the head. Oh, that's yeah. Randy Bauman and the DVE Morning
0: Show.
1: It's 8 o'clock at DVE. Here is Channel 11, Severe Weather Center for Severe Weather Center 11. It is 32 degrees at DVE. The news is brought to us by the limited edition Iron City Beer DVE 50th Anniversary Can of Val Porter. George Zimmerman is suing the family of Trayvon Martin and others for $100 million, claiming they used false testimony against him. Zimmerman was a neighborhood watch volunteer when he shot and killed the unarmed 17-year-old in March of of 2012. He claimed uh, self-defense and was acquitted in a criminal trial. The details of Zimmerman's lawsuit were released to the media by a director of a documentary based on that trial. The search is underway for a suspect in the apparent murder of a North Huntington Township doctor. Police say 54-year-old David Bailey was found dead in his Parkway Drive office on Friday. Cause of death hasn't been released, but detectives say the public is not in any danger. A deadly drug-resistant fungus is spreading in New Jersey. The fungus, called Candida auris, turned up in the U.S. in 2016 and is typically found in healthcare facilities. So far, there have been 141 confirmed cases in the Garden State. The CDC says it typically kills one in every three patients who develop it. Oh, God. That's a lot.
4: Yeah, that's a pretty high ratio.
1: Hopefully the fungus among us doesn't uh, migrate (laughs) this way.
4: And of course it would emerge from New Jersey.
1: (laughs) These swamps of New Jersey. Do you ever wake up on the wrong side of the bed? Yes, I do. How often? Mm,
4: At least a couple days
5: a week.
1: Well, then you're on the low side of this. A new survey found we wake up on the wrong side of the bed 300 times a year. Wow. Which basically means we have only 65 good (laughs) mornings a year.
4: I think that, that we're living wrong then. We've got to look for other ways to live.
1: Respondents said they woke up grumpy six days a week. So why are people waking up in a bad mood? Not getting a good night's sleep, the number one answer. According to the survey, Americans only spend about 25% of the year getting a full night's rest. The research found most adults wake up two times a night for an average of 45 minutes each time. That means you're losing an hour and a half sleep every night. 72% of those surveyed said they need more sleep and better quality sleep. So what is it that keeps waking us up? A partner snoring or tossing and turning, the temperature in the room being too hot or too cold, noises outside, bad dreams and or stress also on the list.
4: I mean, you just, you know, you need pristine conditions, and they're just never pristine, are they? No. Always something.
1: If I sleep five hours in a row, I'm excited. Oh, without yeah. waking up <laughs> that
4: hardly ever happens for me yeah me too honestly though one of the it's it's so it sounds so corny but i wake up and i, I try to pray in the morning when i first wake up mm-hmm. because it changes your whole dynamic you know if you wake up and you're thankful or turn yourself to gratitude for mm-hmm. for stuff then you kind of get out of your own way i mean and also maybe even a bigger uh reason is i got a new bet
1: Oh, do you say thank you and, God for this oh, wonderful thank, bed? Thank you Lord
4: <laughs> for giving me this bed. I uh, I was sleeping on a chintzy Motel Eight mattress, <laughs> and I mean that it, every morning I was waking up. My shoulder hurt. My back hurt. Just awful nights. Yeah. Well, good. Of sleep. You feel better then in the morning. So much better.
1: Well, that's why you're you don't wake up cranky six days a week like mm-hmm. everybody in this survey. <laughs> if you're in a relationship and you're thinking of ending it, tomorrow's the last day to do that before the holidays.
4: Got to get it in. Um, Deadline. New poll found
1: that is the last acceptable day to break up before Christmas and New Year's. Over twenty five hundred couples were surveyed. They found breaking up after December sixth just too harsh, <laughs> too close. 30- Thirty. The cutoff. think that you should wait until January if you're considering breaking up. And for those who did go through a December breakup, the reasons for splitting up include Alice Bark was just gone. 57% said that was the reason. After that, it's cheating. I don't know what this means. Realizing true living habits. (laughs) I don't know what that means. All right,
4: He farts like all the time. (laughs) And he didn't let me know that early in the relationship. <laughs> and little, now I'm aware. A little bait and switch. And I got to
1: get out of here. Money issues and the stress of Christmas also caused people to split up. I know people who have split up with
4: their girlfriends around Christmas to avoid having to get them a present.
1: Oh, I'm sure that happens. <laughs> it's yeah.
4: like mid-January. It's like, hey, boo, let's get back together. <laughs> I think I love you. (laughs) Got to hurry up and break up before Valentine's Valentine's Day. (laughs) Break up three, four times a year.
1: People Magazine has named four people who made a big impact this year as 2019's People of the Year. This year's issue honors Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Lopez, Michelle Obama, and Taylor Swift because they had an impact on our culture and moved us and entertained us. Aniston chosen for her work on the Apple TV series The Morning Show, did you sign up for Apple TV? I did not. Me either. J.Lo recognized for her Oscar-worthy performance in Hustlers and a huge concert tour. Michelle Obama selected for her continued work to improve education for girls around the world and for her best-selling memoir. Taylor Swift's fight to protect her creative rights and uh, releasing another hit album earned her entry into the issue. Uh, The issue will feature four different covers featuring each of the honorees. Contrary to previous reports, Billy D. Williams is not gender fluid. He's not. In fact, he doesn't even know what that means. (laughs) In a recent interview. That actually
4: makes way more sense.
1: In a recent interview, he said he sees himself as, quote, feminine as well as masculine. Well, somebody decided that meant he's gender fluid, but that's not what he meant. In a new interview, he said, quote, I was talking about men getting in touch with the female side of themselves. I wasn't talking about sex. I wasn't talking about being gay or straight. I'm not gay by any stretch of the imagination. Not that I have anything against gay people, but personally, not gay. End quote. (laughs) He also asked, what the hell is gender fluid? anyway?" He's like, that's a new one on me. I'm not
4: sure I understand it.
1: Yeah, I guess you go both ways. Like fluid. Just flows. Yeah.
4: well, Well, isn't that bi?
1: Like, I don't I, know.
4: See, I, I thought...
1: Bisexual is, is like you have sexuality. sex. sexuality. Yeah, you have sex with both sexes. Gender fluid gender is Gender fluid is, like is you identify... gender is bi. Yes. You identify as male and female. Okay. I guess, depending on whether you wake up on the wrong side of the bed or not. <laughs> uh, in music news, Mark Tremonti of Alter Bridge, Creed, and Tremonti was named Guitarist of the Decade. Whoa. By readers of Guitar World? Seriously? Not a lot of readers? or uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> and it is official. The announcement was made yesterday afternoon. Motley Crue will be touring this summer. They are reuniting and yeah. we'll have several other bands with them. Def Leppard, Poison, and I hadn't heard Joan Jett, but she is going to be on the tour. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a huge show. Huge. Tickets go on sale. Uh... Tickets go on sale. They're going to play, by the way, play PNC Park August 16th. Tickets go on sale Friday, December 13th at 10 a.m. at uh, LiveNation.com.
4: That is going to be absolutely insane.
1: That's got to be a weekend show. Oh, yeah.
4: It's Sunday night.
1: Oh, a Sunday? Yeah. That sucks.
4: Yeah. I I already looked it up because I had three people text me, dude, we got to go see (laughs) crew. I was like, I mean, yeah, I'm in. I don't know. Man, but it sucks that it's Sunday night.
1: Yeah, I'm anxious to see if they'll fill a stadium. Maybe we could pretend we're going to come to work the next day and just not show <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, those tickets uh, for Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett go on sale next Friday, 10 a.m., livenation.com. So nice uh nice christmas gift i mean and somebody. that's gonna
4: be a nice way like that weekend down there is gonna be crazy oh my like, god it'll so many so boats hot. and every yeah it's summer
1: oh my god it's august it'll be a gross day
4: it will be that means there'll be people in tank tops a lot of and half shirts a lot of tube tops relive in the 80s oh yeah Cut off jean shorts.
1: Windy today. We are expected to see some sun later. Temperatures in the upper 30s. It's 32 now at DVE. I'm Val Porter with Bill Crawford. Mike Persuta on the way with sports at the bottom of the hour. We're going to be joined later this hour by Missy Matthews and at 9.15 by Big Cat from Barstool Sports. It's E!
6: Morning Show.
0: Hey, kids, are you ready to rock and roll this Christmas D?
10: I'm Klaus Miner of the Scorpions! New this Christmas from the makers of Elf on a Shelf comes Santa Claus in the house.
1: Mom, does Klaus really report back to Santa like the Elf on the Shelf does? That's right, and every morning when you wake up, he's in a different place, hiding and watching! And
0: ready to rock and roll with the Scorpions!
1: Hi kids, I'm up here on
0: top of the microwave! be good and i'll tell santa not to put a rock of coal in your stocking mom is he naked no i'm in my famous tighty whities from the scorpions blackout video overlooking the very scary and very metal alcatraz now go and have a good
10: day said a klaus in the house comes with three different era klaus minor hairstyle the curly mullet the skullet mullet and the leather Santa cap with curls attached.
0: He knows if you are
10: sleeping. He knows if you're a
0: weak. Rock and roll. Mommy, will you read us a bedtime Christmas
1: story? T'was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring. But I am. I'm Klaus. <laughs> uh, why aren't you on the shelf? And why are you big now? I can make myself big
0: and small just by saying the words... Rock and roll! See? I'm Tiny Klaus now. Hey, children, do you want me to whistle you to sleep? (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna go hide under the tannenbaum, but I'll be watching and telling Santa if you've been naughty or nice! Rock and roll! Oops, sorry. Rock and roll! Okay, I'm Tiny Klaus again.
10: Santa Klaus in the house. Matthias Yabs and Rudolf Schenker Wiseman figures sold separately. Available.
1: Ah, that's gotta be my favorite Christmas song. Non-traditional.
6: It's very good.
1: Kink's Father Christmas uh, probably number two on my list would be Tom Petty, Christmas All Over Again.
4: Ooh. I like that.
1: That's that's probably number two. And B.E. Taylor's version of Oh Holy Night. Just brings tears to my eyes.
6: And then third or fourth would be whatever was in Die Hard. Mm Mm-hmm every song
1: all right happy it's christmas Christ, it's
6: a christmas movie there's no question all right
1: <laughs> uh, our friends at 96.1 kiss <laughs> fm doing their annual stuff of bus <laughs> To collect toys for Toys for Tots, do we know? Do we know how many buses they're on? I was at this just point?
4: I was just looking up their uh, their Twitter handle to see if they had a count.
1: I know they're they're knocking it out of park this year. They do oh, they yeah. it, they do better every year, and I know this year that they were pacing way ahead. So uh, thanks to everybody who's participated in that. I'm going to try to get out there this afternoon, Bill. You said you yeah, are.
6: I'm heading out. You after went after the yesterday, show. Mike. I went on uh, Tuesday. Oh, okay. I actually, uh, blew off the Mike Tomlin press conference to go out. Wow. there. Wow. Oh, that's uh, unlike that's you. this was a much better use of my time and uh, they're probably trending ahead but that's no reason not to go out there and contribute and uh, keep the ball rolling yeah it's a snowball uh, effect it, it's I, I've, I've developed this system the last couple of years where we do the show here and then i head out to robinson mall and i go to dicks mm-hmm. and i get footballs and basketballs and soccer balls and Volleyballs and kids' gloves and things of that nature. and It's very on brand for you. And, well, it's on brand for me. And when I was a little kid, that was a really cool thing when I opened the present and it was a new bat or oh, yeah. something that I was going to play with all year. Sports equipment. Uh, yeah, it just, um, it, it really meant a lot to me. And, and when I do this, I, I think, uh, yeah, wow, man, some kid's going to get football and he's going to be really psyched about it. And, mm-hmm. uh, I was listening, kind of half listening to your uh, prayer ritual story when I was cutting up some sound a little while ago, but there's definitely something to feeling good. About doing something for somebody other than oh, yourself, yeah. that's and what better we're to give than to, do to receive. I don't do that nearly enough, but one chance that I get to do that is a radiothon, and another chance I get to do that is stuff a bus and serve others. Best days of the year, right? I, I, yeah, I really enjoy this, and the, the only thing that's kind of a negative for me is they've sort of figured out my scam because I know there's. Lunch always delivered out there.
11: (laughs) So you go at lunch. Well, they've
6: caught on that I go. I I seem to get there right around lunch. And my explanation was, well, no, I got to. the show's over here at 10. And then I have to go to Robinson Mall. And then I'm very discriminating. I want to get just the right soccer ball. It's not like there's 50 of them and I just grab one and throw it in the cart. And lo and behold, whenever I get to stuff a bus, that's when the pizza comes and the subs and the wings and all that stuff. So, you know, I guess... That aside, I, I really enjoy, uh, you know, giving, supporting that that uh, initiative and 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 giving for kids. It, and I uh, know that means a lot to them too. It makes you feel really good. Uh, I'm sorry I missed uh, Mikey; he was down for the yeah, count. Yeah, he's but, he's uh, having a rough week. Big Bob was out there and tall Kathy, and uh, they got cookies too. But just all the support. <laughs> I mean, I've
5: seen
4: pictures of you out there, Mark Madden. Chad Tyson, we're a big, Michelle. You know we're all going to go out. Well, those I mean, guys are those guys help big, us for radio. Us. Yeah, it's... they come in and answer the phones at Children's.
1: They have filled Jerome Bettis buses so far. Wow! All right, thirty-six buses. Thirty-six. They're going to keep doing that till F- ten o'clock tomorrow. Fumbles the football. I dropped <laughs> off because <laughs> don't know if, is there. I don't know if Ben's around yeah. to chase the guy down. <laughs>
4: Hopefully, the guy that steals him got stabbed the night before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations to those guys. But like I said, they're going to be there till ten a.m tomorrow yeah.
6: and you go out there you will feel great
1: and they do it you know through the evening so right. if you're like oh i can't make it during regular business hours it's that's not the deal there do they get
6: dinner too maybe i'll go back oh know.
1: yeah
4: yeah because that's usually like when i've made it out there they've had something out there some tray i mean people just bring them food
1: and by the way day. we haven't said where they are it's robinson town center the very far end uh right across from ikea that end yeah you robinson can't miss
6: town it center. if you if you pull off and go up the hill there.
1: Yeah, not uh, Robinson Mall. It's the old yeah. Robinson Town Center. It's on, the it'll, original.
6: It'll be on your left, and you'll see it. It's You can't miss it.
1: All right. Mike's up next with sports. What do you got?
6: Uh, we're going to be talking a little Steelers, Pirates, and Penguins. Everything's going on. Oh, right the
1: big three. That's up next. Sports with Mike Pursuit at DVE.
6: Hey, the best part about the Drink Maker from Drink Works is it makes drinks at the push of a button. It's like a fancy espresso machine, except it delivers cocktails, not coffee. But it's not just the quality of those cocktails, not just the convenience in accessing them, or the variety of the cocktails available, almost 30 in all, that's attention getting. The Drink Maker. Also, scores big in terms of presentation. It looks great. It's fun to operate, so much so that I can't wait to get a bunch of friends over for a holiday gathering and get their reactions. What's that? It does what? How cool is that? Now's your chance to be the first kid on your block to have a drink maker. And this week, the Drinkmaker is available at a savings of $150 for my listeners only, including free shipping. Go to drinkworks.com. Use my code, MikeP, at checkout. That's M-I-K-E-P, no spaces. Your savings of $150 off MSRP will automatically be applied. This amazing offer won't last, and it's the only way to get your Drinkmaker with the exclusive discount and the free shipping. Act today before supplies run out. That's drinkworks.com and my code, M-I-K-E-P, at checkout. And remember... Please enjoy Here. DVE Sports. I'm Michael for DVE Sports, brought to you this hour by Dormont Appliance. Juju, Sm- Juju Smith-Schuster didn't practice yesterday, and after he didn't practice,
7: he sounded like a guy who isn't going to be playing again anytime soon. Uh, I mean, it it is frustrating, you know, not being out there to help, you know, make your guy's, you know, make plays and, um, you know, I feel like I'm a huge part of this team, but at the same time, you know, I got to do what's right for my team, you know, for me to get healthy, um, you know, our guys and lead us to the playoffs and hope that I'll be back in time to, you know, contribute to the end of the season or the playoffs.
4: That's probably the most I've heard a player tip his hand about an injury, you know, just be that forthcoming
6: like what whoa yeah could have said week to week or something yeah. of that nature it, maybe the end of the season uh or the playoffs is not encouraging but that's uh, the way it's been for the Steelers this year Juju Smith-Schuster is a huge part of the team but he's not the only one that they have been forced to go without and uh here they are at seven and five and contending as they get ready to play the Cardinals in Arizona on Sunday uh Devlin Duck Hodges uh, will make another start at quarterback. Uh, He has been working without uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and working rather well the last couple of weeks. It was a little conservative at the outset last Sunday against Cleveland. Uh, Maybe they'll open it up more against Arizona. If that, in fact, is the case, uh, Devlin Hodges said he'll be prepared to respond accordingly.
9: Whenever, whenever a play is called, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be who I am. I'm going to be aggressive. And, you know, I know that there are certain times you got to be smart with the football. But, I mean, I, I'm a gunslinger. I've always been a gunslinger. And that's just what I'm going to do. Let's go. He's a gunslinger.
1: Somebody sent us, what is that? What's it called?
4: <laughs> the Duck Call.
1: What's the name of it, though?
4: Designed and Refined. No, 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 no. What's
1: it called? There's a name on the Duck Call.
4: Yeah, it just says the
1: duck. What's on the front say? The terrible quack. There you go.
6: (laughs) The terrible quack. Let's Uh, go. Let the duck quack. If you went to the game Sunday, you heard those things or or something like them. You see people wearing duck stuff everywhere. Uh, Duck mania. The Duck mania is alive and well. Uh, Devlin Duck Hodges, uh, for for a nobody from nowhere, has become a really popular guy really quickly and... uh, Maybe nobody can appreciate why that's the case as much as Juju Smith Schuster.
7: You know, you have a name like Duck. You know, it's just, it's it's very noticeable. and It's out there. It's very catchy. And um, you know, I you know starting to be Duck season. So I mean, we see a young a guy. He's a young but a guy coming in and you know making plays and helping out this team to win. Uh, that's what it's all about. You know, you hear Juju. You hear Duck. It's all the same thing.
6: <laughs> it's all the same thing, uh, right? catchy and uh, popular and as long as they play well that'll continue to be the case uh, Duck Hodges has noticed all this how could he not, but uh, he said it's not anything that's going to knock him off course
9: It just goes back to this being who I am uh, being the person I am, you know i'm I'm a laid back guy, and I you know I like to come in each and every day, be prepared and and have fun and you know this is this is football, this is my job at the same time. you know there, there's a there's a good balance you can have with having fun and you know getting prepared and ready for the game.
6: James Connor was listed as limited in practice yesterday with a shoulder uh, on the Cardinal's injury report. Uh, one of the significant entries, safety Jalen Thompson concussion. He was limited. He's one of two rookie starters in an Arizona secondary that is now going to go young at the nickel position after cutting veteran nickelback Tremaine Brock this week. Steelers at the Cardinals on Sunday. Pens beat the Blues 3 to nothing last night. They improved to 15-9-4. 34 points is good for fourth place in the Metropolitan Division. Teddy Bluger's third, 39 seconds in. Got things rolling. Uh, the Penguins also got... Uh, Goals from the new guy, Stefan Nason, his first with the team, and Alex Galchenyuk's second of the year, and second with the Penguins. Tristan Jari with a 28-save shutout. The Penguins will be hosting Arizona on Friday, and then uh, they're at Detroit on Saturday. Three goals, no matter who gets them, seems to be the magic number. Yep, The Penguins have gotten three or more goals in 10 of 16 home games including seven in a row. They are 9-0-1 when that happens. Have not lost in regulation at home when they get at least three goals. Sully's got to love that. When three goals is enough to win a hockey game, that means you're playing good hockey. Yes, it does. And uh, the, the source of those goals, a little, a little head-scratching, but much welcomed contributions. I think uh, Tevin Jones scored the other night. It's incredible. College hoops last night. Duquesne improved to seven and zero with a seventy one fifty eight win over VMI. Penn State is seven and one after beating Wake Forest seventy six to fifty four. Robert Morris dropped to two and eight with an eighty one to seventy loss in Youngstown. Played Youngstown State. You know the coach Andy Toole's a big Spring State fan. Is Wonder- he really? Wonder if he had that song going through his head while watching his team get beat here in Youngstown. My sweet Jenny, I'm sinking down. Probably never related so much. Might not have. (laughs) Derek Shelton introduced to the media as the new Pirates uh, manager yesterday. And uh, one of the things he talked about is uh, the work he has to do with new general manager Ben Charrington and about how the guys he's going to be managing at the big league level aren't necessarily going to be finished major league products.
10: I'm really excited to be in a partnership with someone that I admire and trust and respect and developing a new culture for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And it's going to be one that's built on relationships and built on communication. I think one of the things that has to be at the forefront of our mind is development is not going to stop. When we get to the big league level, and honestly, sometimes guys get to the big leagues regardless if it's injury, you know something else has happened, and it may they may not be ready. So I think it's a goal of myself, my staff, the baseball operations group that we're going to have to realize that development is going to have to continue at this level.
6: And last but not least, uh, this just in, as they say. T.J. Watt of the Steelers has been named the AFC Defensive Player of the Month for November. Yeah! wonder if that's a precursor to T.J. Watt of the Steelers being named NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He's having a monster season. Got to be in the conversation, right? Mm Mm-hmm.
4: When's the last time you remember an outside linebacker having a season like this?
6: You have to go back Woodley or Harrison. For the Steelers, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, uh. Yeah, he's just he's doing it all as as is just about everybody on that defense. So Bud. Ride those guys and protect the football, Val.
1: That's right. We'll uh watch them protect the football in uh actually the stadium's not in Phoenix. It's like It's in Glendale. Yeah, forty minutes outside the city. That's really like that.
6: exciting watching somebody protect the football. It is. It's the most mm. exciting. All right. You know what's exciting? Winning.
1: Missy Matthews is exciting. We're going to be joined by Missy, well, Missy when we come back from Steelers.com. And we'll get her take. I don't know if she's ever been to Harold's Cave C- Creek Corral in Cave Creek, Arizona.
6: I bet she's been a lot to a lot of similar types of places. But uh, mm-hmm. we'll
1: have to hear about her uh, her adventures with the Steelers Nation Unite, folks. And when she's up next, it's podcasts. cast. It's a TV morning show. I'm Val Porter with Bill Crawford and Mike Brasuda, Joe Rikiki, our producer, uh, Randy, off today. But we're joined now by Missy Matthews from Steelers.com. Good morning, Missy.
11: Hi, guys. Good morning. How are you? Good I'm good. I'm jealous of you guys heading to Arizona tomorrow. I don't get to go until Saturday. I was just telling Joe, and I wish I was there already.
1: Well, it, it, it'll be dark when we get there, so we won't have much time ahead of you to, <laughs> to, to, to enjoy the sunshine.
4: Can you tell us what to expect, Missy? I know that you do a lot of stuff with Steelers Nation Unite.
11: I mean, I'm told this is going to be one of the like largest and craziest uh, Steelers Nation Unite parties we have. If, I don't even think I'm allowed to tell you all of the um, Steelers mm-hmm. legends, alumni that are going to be there, but um, it's going to be insane. And, you know, we we did one out in L.A. Um, before the Chargers game. That was also crazy because you figure L.A. is just so big.
5: Mm-hmm.
11: Um, and we were right across from the Staples Center, but we still had an amazing crowd. Um, Merrill Hodge is one of the guys, I'm sure you guys know that, mm-hmm. uh, that will oh, be yeah. there. Antonio Holmes now Blunt's going to be there they're already down Holy there lips. doing cool things in the community um but yeah Saturday between your broadcast what they have in store for just Q&As raffles giveaways um photo opportunities if you are heading to Arizona or are already there you have to come to Herald's on Saturday and night
1: you're going to be there right of course with us oh great great looking forward to got it it's Mm. gonna be fun we're uh we're hearing that they're expecting at (laughs) least a thousand people
11: (laughs) oh no doubt so (laughs) Uh, yeah i yeah
4: have you been to that place have you been to harold's cave creek corral missy
11: no i actually have not surprisingly um but i do know some people within the organization who have been out there before i know that they even um the year, I think it was 2015, they had the Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl in Arizona, the same place for both spots, mm-hmm. uh, the same spot for both events. And obviously the Steelers were not in the Super Bowl. They still sent down somebody from Steelers Nation Unite and just kind of had a Steelers get-together party at Herald's, and it was ridiculous. <laughs> and that was for like, a team not in the Super Bowl. I love
1: it. <laughs> so these events that you've I gone to it. with Steelers Nation Unite, is it people who have who grew up in Pittsburgh and have moved there, or is it people from Pittsburgh who just go for the game?
11: I think it's a combination of both. I think mm-hmm. especially any time you head out west, it's like the people that can't come to Pittsburgh a lot, um, who barely get to watch the Steelers on TV, except for those five primetime games that we always have. Um, yeah, because I'm... I'm- it's-
1: I'm not sure what to expect from the crowd. Is it going to be, like, people who – Is a bunch of yinzers yeah. or is
4: it going to be, like, West Coast people that grew up, maybe they didn't have a team and they rooted for the Steelers in the 70s and, and just never no, stopped being no, a fan? No, no, this
11: is, this is going to be yinzers. This is going you guys, your <laughs> mind will be blown. I promise you that. We've, we've done enough of these in, like, Chicago. I mean, we've done them in so many places, and it's literally insane to the point where – we we started renting when we were doing, like, live broadcast, live streams from these before. Like, we've done them in Kansas City a number of times. We've rented, like, the headphones, microphones, because you can't, you can't hear Wow. If you don't. Like, you cannot hear the person next to you. Yeah, well, where,
6: I was at the one in L.A., because you mentioned it was right across from the Staples Center.
11: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he I went to the Kings that game
6: that afternoon, and then I came out, and I was like, well, maybe I can get a drink over here. And, and it, then there was one. I forget how I ended up here. I think it was by accident. But there was one in Charlotte a couple of years ago, and Jeff Reed was holding court. I think it was. Pre, I think it was a preseason game, and it was, people were overflowing out into the street.
11: I mean, it's crazy. I have pursued Did you ever come to one of the Kansas City ones with us?
6: I don't. Yeah, uh, a couple of years ago, I did.
11: You. You might have, but the place I cannot think of the name of it for the life of me. They would literally have to build out like stanchions <laughs> off of the like restaurant bar to create an outdoor area because they could not fill the inside capacity without like getting in trouble with the police and the fire department. It just so fills they were, like, my heart with joy creating makeshift spaces. We're going to be broadcasting. Like, you guys- you're, you're going to love it. We're going to be broadcasting live from
1: there. It'll be 5 to 7 Pittsburgh time, 3 to 5 Arizona time. So we'll do that live on DVE on Saturday afternoon. Looking forward to that. Uh, this news just coming out in the last 10 minutes. TJ Watt being named AFC Defensive Player of the Month for November. Yeah, so. huge news for TJ. Yeah, that was uh, exciting to see. So
6: Yesterday's news not so exciting. You were in the uh, juju scrum, correct? Correct. Were you uh, as surprised as Bill has been all morning, as surprised as I was yesterday that he was talking about uh, maybe the end of the season, uh, maybe the playoffs?
11: Well, not really. I mean, he hasn't been able to do much since he got hurt in that first Cleveland game. Um, And he, he started off that little media session by saying, you know, I ran for the first time today. It was just straight line. So, Right there, I kind of went, all right, well, he's definitely not playing this week. This also doesn't sound like, you know, next week's going to be a chance. Um, I mean, he was listed Mm -hmm. as did not practice yesterday. So it sounds like it's kind of like that off the – you know, you're on a different field doing your own kind of thing, which is never a good sign. You know, that's kind of like, you know, a training camp when guys are on the physically unable to perform list. Mm -hmm. They're on the opposite field of the entire team, and you never want that. Yeah, I I definitely – yeah i i got a bad vibe from that as well
4: back to tj watt for a second he's sitting right now missy with 12 and a half sacks and has a Mm -hmm. legit chance to either tie or break james james harrison's single season record of 16 sacks do you think that's i mean i i think that 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 is right around the corner and if he breaks that he's got to be in the conversation for defensive player of the year
11: yeah, I mean, I think he's already in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year. We we were kind of, you know, we were looking at a sack total on Monday or Tuesday. I was talking with some of the video guys, and I said, four games left. You know, do you guys think? Now, the Steelers only have eight sacks on the road. How crazy is that? All of them pretty much have been at Heinz Field.
6: Hmm.
11: Um, I don't think this but, is going to be
6: a road game, though. <laughs> no,
11: but still, um, you know. You were there when TJ spoke yesterday as well, Persuda. You I know, was. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals are pretty good at the ball security thing, um, so I do think that's a challenge and something you know that defense is licking their chops. Like, we want to get those turnovers, we want to get those interceptions, we want to get them to the ground. I, I think that they're they're going to definitely uh, be excited about this one.
6: Should be a fun weekend, for sure. This is
4: right. like L.A. Chargers part two, because yeah. we're gonna we're gonna fill that stadium <laughs>
6: bigger, with a bunch bigger of bigger stadium, more, yeah. more of a takeover.
1: We're looking forward to seeing you Saturday afternoon, Missy, and of course you'll be part of the broadcast uh, on the sidelines Sunday game time four twenty five with Billy Tunch Wolf and you, Missy, and uh, appreciate you joining us this morning.
11: All right, guys, safe travels. See you in Arizona. Yeah, we'll see you Saturday. Nice I have uh, okay,
1: music uh, our news rather coming up next. And we're going to be joined by Big Cat from Barstool Sports at 915. It's Berg. A-
4: and this dog is just always like in my mix. Like he's always coming up in the oh, backseat. I'm, I'm trying to elbow him to get back. Mm-hmm. He licks the inside of my ear. <laughs> And I didn't know what to do. I thought I hit the brake. I hit the gas and smashed into a car in front of me. No, you didn't.
11: Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God.
4: (laughs) I put it in park. The dog is, like, frazzled. I'm frazzled. I get out of the car. This guy gets out of the car like, what the hell's going on here? I'm parked. I'm on my phone. I'm like, "What? what are you doing? And I'm like... Dude, I'm so sorry. My dog gave me a web willy <laughs> and I put I pressed the gas pedal by mistake. Randy
3: Bellman and the DVE.
1: Severe weather, Center 11. It is 33 degrees now at DVE. The news is brought to us by the limited edition Iron City Beer DVE 50th anniversary can of Val Porter. Six people are facing charges for a violent fight in downtown Pittsburgh that left one person paralyzed. This happened back on November 4th. Onlookers recorded that fight that spilled out of a Wood Street McDonald's that left one man unconscious and another woman pepper sprayed. Police say two employees of the McDonald's were arrested and charged after the incident. Four others were identified this week. Police say they recognized one of the women from the fight as she walked past them during the Veterans Day Parade. Oh, my God. The eagle eyes those guys to Right. According to a new study, guys who smoke pot daily are 36% more likely to get testicular cancer than guys who have never smoked it. The results are a bit startling to health officials because testicular cancer is one of the rarer forms out there. A California police officer under investigation after allegedly fondling a dead woman's breasts, the L.A. Police Department confirmed the unnamed veteran officer has been placed on paid leave while the investigation is underway. That officer assigned to the Central Division is said to have been seen on his own body camera footage, groping the woman while responding to a call at an apartment. Reports say the officer tried to turn off his camera, but the incident was still caught because of a two-minute buffering delay. Uh, This comes after the police chief and union reached a deal to inspect body cam footage not associated with arrests or use of force incidents, so... I don't know if he wasn't aware of that 2 minute buffering delay but uh oh dear he Lord. is he is busted. Do you have a holiday to-do list? I mean, who doesn't? Of course. New survey found 83% of respondents have a to-do list during the holiday season. Top things on the list, 61% say decorating the house.
4: Yeah. Got to get the house decorated or you feel completely inadequate. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. For a because guy? of the
1: neighbor pressure from the neighbor? Yeah, neighbors.
4: pressure from the neighbor. You got to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my neighborhood, I mean, when I say Thanksgiving night, five it's houses on. on the street had lights up.
1: It's like, damn it. Uh, after that, 59% say buying presents. Cooking and baking, 52%. Taking a holiday card photo.
4: Say we're going to do it every year, never do it.
1: <laughs> so those are the top things that people need to get done still.
4: I'm, I think I'm going to send out a stock photo of somebody else's family
1: this <laughs> year like as my a,
4: Christmas card. Out of a picture frame. <laughs> Merry Christmas.
1: A Canadian man who struck a dog with his vehicle did the right thing and took care of the dog, only it wasn't actually a dog. It was a coyote. Eli Boroditsky uh, says he was driving to work when he saw what he thought was a German shepherd run on the road, and uh, he, it collided with the front of his car. He got out to check on the animal, saw it was clearly injured, so he picked it up, put it in the back seat, and took it to oh. work. When he got to work, he had a co-worker come and take a look at it, and the guy right away said, That's a coyote, <laughs> not a dog. This happens frequently another co-worker called the wildlife rehab center a conservation officer was sent over to collect the animal that coyote is recovering from its injuries and should be released back into the wild in a few weeks Beatles fans will have new merchandise available to them after the band released new material to Sony Music Entertainment's merchandise agency, The Thread Shop. The first wave of merchandise will include clothing, toys, turntables, and a pinball machine at the store in New York City December 11th through the 22nd. The Thread Shop's partnership with the band's Apple Core LTD was created in 1968 to see, oversee their business and creative interests. Finally, Charlize Theron is accusing Harvey Weinstein of lying about their work relationship. The actress told the New York Times that the producer had lied about them sleeping together as a way to manipulate other actresses. Theron also said that Weinstein was really good at pitting women against each other. A lawsuit filed in December of 2017 reveals Weinstein allegedly told aspiring actresses that he got sexual favors from Charlize Theron, Renee Zellweger, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, and several others. Man, how was that guy not in jail? I don't know. He probably will be at some point. Uh windy today, but we are supposed to get some sun later on today, upper 30s for the high. It's 32 now at DVE. We have just a few weeks left in DVE's 50th anniversary year. We still have some of those 50th anniversary T-shirts available on our CW Press Store, and you can find that at dve.com, so would make a nice christmas gift
4: a nice stocking if you stuffer. don't have
1: one uh some other 50th anniversary items we now have uh we are working with wendell august forge they put out dve 50th anniversary coasters i love it which are pretty cool oh, and yeah. we also have dve 50th anniversary golf balls available hey so there you go find all Buy that our out. balls but <laughs> <laughs> grab some balls <laughs> while they last Uh, You can find it on the archives page at dve.com. Randy's off today. We're going to be joined by Big Cat from Barstool Sports on the way. It's a dve. TV Morning Show. I'm Val Porter with Bill Crawford and Randy Bauman uh, was supposed to be in today but just uh, took a knee because he went to see Fish last night and just was like, nah, not coming in, sorry. (laughs) Uh, But uh, joining us now from Barstool Sports, Big Cat, good morning, how are you?
8: That's why Randy's not
1: here today? He went to Fish last night? Yeah. Yeah. Went to
8: see Fish. Oh, see,
1: he tried to f- tried to fool us, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna sleep in because I'll, I'll be in, be out in like, the
4: second half.
1: I'll be in like 8 o'clock. <laughs> well, at one oh. one a.m., one thirty a.m., Joe, our producer, got a message. Yeah, I'm not coming in tomorrow.
8: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. I I actually am, am shocked that it took him till one one p.m. I I would assume I've been to many Fish concerts in my life. I would assume by the start of the second set, he was like, you know what. This is a bad idea for me to even try to go to work. Right. I don't do that. I would like to break down the set with him. We'll why do that next time I'm on?
1: Why pretend you're going to come in? Just say I'm yeah. not coming in.
4: It's like that guy on the yeah. Bills that didn't he? uh, He retired at halftime. He's <laughs> like, you know what? Yes, I'm done.
1: Didn't somebody on the Pirates do yeah. that too? Yeah, just, just walked like off um, the
4: field into the parking lot and into the <laughs>
1: sunset. I'm out.
8: Yeah, that's how. That's how we all should retire. That's like uh, Kyle Orton did that as well with the Bills. Uh, where he was planning on retiring. He didn't tell anyone. He told the reporters he had to go grab his wallet out of his car, and then he just never came back.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Hold on, guys. I'll yeah. be right back.
5: Oh, well, my. listen, I want
4: I wanted okay. to congratulate you because, you know, our, our teams respectively, the Steelers and the Bears, are sort of mirroring each other this year. Good defense, volatility at the quarterback position, but looks like it could be stable. And we're in the hunt. It's December and we're in the hunt. And what else can you really ask
8: for? Yeah, you guys are better than in the hunt. You're in the playoffs if it started today. I, I've been uh I've been actually on the on my pedestal being like, Hey, look at these this Steelers team. I've been saying Mike Tomlin's the coach of the year all year long. Now the Bears have something that they have to still prove a lot more than what the Steelers have kind of done with Injuries and everything falling apart Mm -hmm. and being able to hold that team together. So tonight basically becomes the must win for the Bears. If they win against the Cowboys, then I'm all the way back in on believing. But I've, I've been saying it for like a month and I think a lot of people have been laughing at me because I just have seen the Steelers defense and I'm like, this, this unit is one of the best in the league. They'll keep them in games and that game on Sunday Mm
6: -hmm. was
8: the quintessential, this is why Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh and why Cleveland is Cleveland. Like, <laughs> yeah. the Browns should have won that game. Like, the Browns yeah. are a, probably a more talented team. Yeah, offensively, they're rolling in the beginning of the game, and the Steelers just wouldn't die, and that's why the Steelers are the Steelers and the Browns are the Browns.
4: Yeah, it almost didn't matter who was on the roster. Like, the P- the names on the back of the jerseys faded away, and it just became Pittsburgh versus Cleveland. Assume your positions you're taking the L.
8: Right, exactly, because it's like if you said to your, if you said to yourself before that game like, "Okay, the Steelers are going to be on their third quarterback, they're going to be missing one of, you know, the, their best offensive linemen, the, they're 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 missing their starting running back, their wide receiver, and the Browns have a little bit of momentum who you got?" It would probably be, you know, the Browns if you said mm-hmm. that. But then if you said, "Wait, no, hold on now. I forgot to mention it's actually the Steelers versus the Browns." You'd be like, okay, then just give me the Steelers every single day because that's the type of game they win.
1: Well, you... a, a lot of people in Pittsburgh are fully on the duck bandwagon. I mean, oh, yeah. there and is you a... guys
4: were maybe the first one on the wagon.
8: <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's – now, we do a thing where we're very open about our bias that if you listen to our show or interact with our show or just follow us on Twitter or Instagram – will most likely just defend you at all costs, even if you're not good. And I'm not saying Duck isn't good. He is good. He's been playing well. But when, we first, when he first came in for that Chargers game, I bet on the Steelers, and I went to look up, you know, Duck Hodges, like, why are they? who is this guy? Realized he followed me. He probably had like 7,000 followers total, and I DM'd him, and he's like, yeah, man, I listen to every show, love you guys. I was like, well, I guess we now are going to defend you for the rest of your NFL career, whether it lasts two weeks, or 10 years, you have defenders in us.
1: Well, you said you said he had, like, 7,000 followers when you checked it out. He now has 50,000, so...
8: <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's good, I mean, if he gets that, like, you know, that one of those playoffs spots, the wild card spots, like, that would be a great coming out for Duck. And I I, I just like what, like the fact that he's coming in, he's 2-0, and and of course he's not going to be, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, but he just puts them in a good spot to win. And that's all you got to do when you have a defense like that. That's kind of been to, to go full circle. That's been my biggest complaint about the bear season is the bears defense has been good enough to win games where the offense just kind of screws it up for them. So you just want someone who can make sure they don't screw it up for the defense. A lot
4: that's- of, a lot of people have been talking about Mike Tomlin as coach of the year. I know that you, you hate your coach up there in Chicago, but I saw you tweet out this morning that they're talking about potential coaches for next year, and Marvin Lewis's name was thrown out there. What, what are your thoughts on that?
8: It's, I mean, it's incredible how the NFL works. It's, it, if you get a job in the NFL, you have a job for life. I don't understand how we always keep going back to the same guys <laughs> and, like, who I, – I was, I was thinking about the other – oh, I mean, Ron Rivera, who I think is a good coach, he'll get another job, which is probably the right thing for a guy like that because he's proved himself to be a good coach. Right. And uh, that's, I think there is something to be said for – at some point, like, you know, the team might tune you out or it's just time for a regime change. But some of these guys, like John Fox was the Bears coach a couple of years ago. I'm sure we'll see Marvin Lewis back in there somewhere. I wouldn't be shocked if Hugh Jackson got another job. These guys – it's crazy how like the fraternity of coaches will keep everyone still relevant forever, even if they have proven not to be winners for a very long time.
4: Yeah, Hugh Jackson was supposed to be in charge of Kaepernick's workout and couldn't even get it done.
8: Right, and then he <laughs> so now I think he's Herm Edwards' offensive coordinator at Arizona State is the the rumor, which. To me, means that Hugh Jackson will just find a way to make himself the head coach within three years, and then not win a football game for another three years, and somehow still have a job.
4: All right, so this is the last question we have for you today, Big Cat. We're heading out to Phoenix to uh, to see the Steelers take on the Cardinals, and I was wondering if if you have any advice for us, any etiquette, because you know when you go root for your team in somebody else's stadium, you don't want to be disrespectful.
8: Yeah, that's a good point. So I I, I think it's I mean, I, I'm all for, you know, you gotta wear your colors. I don't know about wearing the the, the grown man wearing a jersey is always a dicey one, but you gotta <laughs> wear your colors. I would stay in you know, Phoenix is not gonna be I I, I don't think they have the fan base that would scare me so to yeah, speak not like going in the black hole. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I think more than anything it's just uh don't be like the extra You know, like, there's cheering, and then there's cheering where you're looking at people and and pointing at them. That's when it gets too far. I've been in a lot of away stadiums. I mean, I remember the time when when the the Blackhawks were in the Stanley Cup, and I was down in Tampa, and I was wearing full pads, looking like an absolute (laughs) jerk. And I made sure to be a little bit more respectful in that setting, because I was like, I look like an idiot, and like, even still, in Tampa, of all places, you You'd think Tampa, I'd have no problem. There were some people who were giving me that side eye, like, I kind of want to take a bottle of this guy's face. (laughs) He's he's wearing a full pit pad gear. So, yeah, I feel like you just, you know, be normal. Just be respectful. And stay in numbers. Don't make aggressive aggressive eye contact. Yeah. Also, what am I saying right now? You guys know that it's going to be like 70% Pittsburgh fan. <laughs> yeah, Come on. Yeah.
1: We've been talking about that. Yeah. So. You
8: you guys travel. It's insane. You travel like Notre Dame. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Big Cat from Barstool Sports, appreciate you joining yeah, thanks, us man. this morning.
8: All right. We'll talk days, to you in a couple guys, weeks. We'll talk a uh, couple weeks. Yep.
1: All right. Uh, Mike Pursuta coming up next with sports. TJ Watt uh, named Defensive Player of the Month. Uh, i was gonna say more details on that but that's really all you need to know <laughs> but mike has more in sports on the way it's the <laughs> DVE morning show
2: near h&m dve
8: sports
1: i'm well, mike pursuit of four dve
6: sports brought to you this hour by fox bet make the call download the app today adults 21 and over gambling problem call 1-800 gambler the steelers getting ready for the cardinals in arizona on sunday but Don't expect Juju Smith-Schuster to be a part of the action. Smith-Schuster did not practice yesterday, and uh, the knee injury he's trying to get over is still going to take some time,
7: apparently. Uh, I mean, it it is frustrating, you know, not being out there to help, you know, make your guys, you know, make plays, and, um, you know, I feel like I'm a huge part of this team. But at the same time, you know, I got to do what's right for my team, you know, for me to get healthy, healthy. you know, our guys and lead us to the playoffs and hope that I, I'll be back in time to you know, contribute to the end of the season or the playoffs.
1: Oof.
6: The end of the season or the playoffs.
1: I don't like hearing that.
6: Assuming there's playoffs. First things first, got to beat the Cardinals and improve to 8-5. and five. At least that's the plan. No James Conner uh, in terms of uh, full participation. Conner was listed as a limited participant with his shoulder. And the Cardinals secondary remains uh, in an uncomfortable state. Uh, safety Jalen Thompson, who's one of two rookie starters, limited in Arizona due to a concussion. Arizona cut its nickel back Tremaine Brock this week and uh, don't know what their secondary, uh, what the Cardinals secondary is going to look like. We know this, Arizona is either last or almost last in just about every important defensive category.
1: Well, that's good. <laughs> You're hearing that music? Wow. Yeah, it's. It, I think it's your music bed, but for some reason it's playing in the monitors.
6: Let's see if we can't get rid of that because it's annoying.
4: I'll tell you <laughs> what, Mike. Honestly, you know, the Steelers would like to have James Conner back,
6: but Benny Snell has done a terrific job. And, I mean, he seems to be built for this. And as Mike Tomlin alluded uh, on Tuesday, what might he be able to do beyond what he's done, which has been impressive. What might James Washington be able to do beyond what he's done? There. They'd love to have both uh, Smith Schuster and Connor back, but uh, they're finding people to to do it instead. Next man up, the mm-hmm. cliches are the new
4: reality. I mean, Billy Gardell. Uh, you know, we're, we're watching the game on Sunday. We're backed up to the one inch line, and he said, "Man, I wish we had Bettis on the team for a time like this." And I said, "Bill, we got we got a little baby Bettis right here.
6: Bettis up the gut." For that 11. Guy that plays that kind of game. Uh, they'll also have Marquise Pouncey back in su- uh, in Arizona on Sunday. That's going to help on a number of levels. Pouncey returned uh, to his team yesterday, and he did so without regrets.
3: No, no regrets, but I'll move on now, man. I, everyone had to pay their fines. Everyone had to do their due diligence, and the money was worth it, trust me.
6: Did
4: Mason pick up that tab? I would have.
6: I don't know if he did or he didn't. Uh, Pouncey not only happy to be back, but happy that the Steelers were able to win a couple of games in his absence. He thinks this is a team that is positioned uh, to hit the stretch run.
3: And I've been telling you guys all, all along, man. Uh, we got great leadership. we got great players, man. This team's really humbled and focused and likes going to, to play football, man. So it's exciting when you got that type of team and the type of leaders that we do upstairs.
6: And the Steelers will uh, hit that stretch run. Continuing to go with Devlin, Duck Hodges. At quarterback, Mike Tomlin uh, talked initially when he went to Hodges in Cincinnati a couple of Sundays ago about needing a spark and getting it from the duck. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster said that uh, that spark that Hodges provides is readily apparent. Oh, yeah. I mean, his
7: energy, his confidence in the huddle. He's just a guy that, you know, he's a Southern dude who just has a lot of fun. You know, when he's out there, you know, he's going to throw the ball up. We just got to make our plays. He's
6: Hmm. a Southern dude that just has a lot of fun. That's a pretty good description
4: of Devlin Duck Hodges. The more important part of the description was when he said he's going to throw the ball up, and it's
6: important for us to go make the play. He's going to throw the ball up. Yeah, Him him using us as uh, a a reference to the group, not to Mm -hmm. him. Um, Hodges talked about uh, why people kind of gravitate to him uh, a week or so ago, and he said that he thinks people around him can sense how much fun he is having. Not that he is... You know, Lottie Don around. And yeah. I mean, he knows when it's time to work, he works. But he's just enjoying his current situation. And, hey, if you're him, why wouldn't you, right? I mean, yeah. uh, he's, an NFL st- <laughs> he's an NFL. champion human caller. They seem to gravitate to the guy, not just the fans. Uh, the players seem to get a kick out of him as well. We'll see if they can keep uh, the winning ball rolling in Arizona. Penguins did that last night. Uh, not unlike the Steelers, the Penguins without a bunch of key components, they beat St. Louis three to nothing anyway last night at PPG Paints Arena. Uh, Mike Sullivan uh, really proud and appreciative of the effort. I thought we played hard. You know, we we compete hard. We, you know, I, I think we're we're hard to play against. I think we're getting better away from the puck. I think everybody's buying into the uh, to the team concept and. And when we do that, I think we, we can win on any given night, regardless of who's in our lineup. And uh, you know, we still have some difference makers in the lineup every
10: night. Guys like Gino and Jake, and players uh, Tanger, players of that sort. But
6: all the other guys are really are, are really making contributions. And so when when that happens, I think uh, we're we're a good hockey team. And, it, it, you know, I, I'm proud of the group. I, I really believe that uh, that this group is becoming a close knit group. They play hard for one another. Uh, the players deserve a lot of credit for uh, their commitment to j- just playing the game hard and playing the game smart. Pens are hosting Arizona on Friday, and we'll already be in Arizona. We'll probably catch that one. On Arizona TV. will be hosting
1: us. That's Phil Kessel's coming back, right?
6: You can catch that on TV out there. Hmm. Maybe. Do they put the Arizona games on TV in Arizona?
1: Hmm, not sure. I don't
6: know. <laughs> Do they care? Do they care about hockey in the desert? wonder if people will be uh, – Arizona plays in Philly on Thursday. I was going to say, I wonder if uh, people would be staking out the casino to try to reunite with Kessel. But he's got a game Thursday. Well, that's a short flight.
4: That's the funniest to me. How many times Slack, our old producer, used to run into him at Rivers, just sitting there
6: <laughs> playing poker. Pennsylvania in uh, Detroit on Saturday night after hosting the Coyotes on Friday. Duquesne improved to seven and zero in college hoops, seventy one to fifty eight over VMI. Penn State improved to seven and one, seventy six fifty four over Wake Forest. Robert Morris fell to two and eight, eighty one to seventy. The Colonials lose. At Youngstown State and uh, the Pirates introducing their new manager yesterday Derek Shelton most recently the uh, bench coach for the twins the past couple of seasons he's also been a quality control coach in Toronto uh, a hitting coach with the Rays and the Indians and a minor league manager in the Yankees organization Uh, Shelton uh, acknowledged that uh, admittedly he wasn't real jazzed about the possibility of becoming the Pirates manager uh, telling uh, Jerry DePaula in the Trib today, quote, at the forefront, I didn't want to be here, but the more I started to dig into it, I thought it was a really good fit for me. I thought it was a really good fit for the Pirates. It was something I wanted to do. So he's all in.
1: Nice. They
6: got that going for Eventually, them. yeah. It t- took him a little bit. Well, I'm surprised he got there at all. <laughs> uh, did you see any of the games right. last year? Yeah. <laughs> do you know who owns the team?
4: Yeah, if you're into quality control, I don't know. I think that if view this is a great fit for you. That view coming out of the Fort Pitt Tunnel did it, I think. It did it. Hey, was Duck Hodges down there when they announced
6: him yesterday? Because he's been everywhere else. Was he there? Uh, I didn't go. Was, I was at the o- Pitt game? I was over at the Penguin Steelers. Steelers. Game. <laughs> he, he was on the south side a lot of the day. He did make it to the Gwyns game last night.
1: Very good. Thanks, Mike. Um, I've had a couple people tweet me wondering if... Hey, I really love the baby fella skit or the Klaus in the house bit. Mm-hmm. I want to hear it again. Anything from the morning show, you can always hear again and again and again. And you can even share it if you like. Uh, our podcast, you can get it wherever you get podcasts. Of course, the iHeartRadio app, just search Randy Bauman and the DVE morning show or also at DVE.
2: He has been seeing all of the uh, sinkhole bus stuff that's out there like oh. i mean there's t-shirts there's cupcakes there's ornaments, ornaments yeah. ornament, everything and even one of the uh those uh adult places oh. uh, is catering to the uh, sinkhole bus craze
1: Hey all you Yinzers out there, still caught up in the sinkhole bus craze that's sweeping the 412? Then come on down to the adult Yinzer Mart in the Strip District where we have the finest in sinkhole bus sex trinketry and apparel, like these silk sinkhole bus panties. Oh. My. God! Here's a bus stitch on the front of them and it looks like it's popping right out of my Or, how about for you fellas from the makers of the fleshlight, it's the bus light. Oh man, this thing is
4: incredible, and it's the perfect angle. This thing works so much better
1: for me than my pocket liberty tube. Well, if you like that, wait till you try our patented sinkhole bus plugs. Whoa! A bus plug! This looks way better than my incline stop. And, new for the holidays, introducing the newest Pittsburgh sinkhole bus sex toy, while supplies last, the sinkhole bus vibrator. Oh. My. God. I can't believe I'm saying this, but... No more uber for me. I can't wait to ride a bus in that. And that's not all. We've got busless chaps, double-decker bus blasters, bus ticklers, and if you're the more adventurous type, the makers of Anal Beads present Anal Bus.
4: Anal Bus. Anal Bus.
1: Every morning you scream me. So, what are you waiting for? Come on down to the Strip District, and instead of getting off the bus, let the bus get you off at the Yenzer Adult Mart in the Strip. Same street as those new yuppie condos that nobody's... It's a TV morning show. If you love that hair music, Motley Crue, Def Leppard. Poison, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I wouldn't really put her in that category. No. Uh, August 16th, PNC Park. Tickets go on sale next Friday morning, 10 a.m.
4: That's a Sunday show. The day before the 15th, Green Day is here with Fall Out Boy. At PNC Park. That's going to be an insane weekend on the North Shore.
1: Yeah. So uh, it's going to do it from this morning. Thanks to Missy Matthews and Big Cat from Barstool Sports being on the show. Dave uh, Damashek going to join us tomorrow morning, along with Sean Collier, James Washington, and Bobcat Goldthwaite. Yeah.
4: I don't ever
1: remember him being in studio with us.
4: I don't. I mean, certainly not since I've been on the show.
1: Yeah. So looking Huge for, fan. Looking forward to that uh, tomorrow. And uh, Randy going to be back in tomorrow as we uh, finish up the week and get ready to head to Phoenix for the Steelers Cardinals game and our big broadcast Saturday afternoon from Harold's Cave Creek. Corral in uh, in Cave Creek, Arizona, so that's going to be a big deal. 5 to 7, Pittsburgh time. We'll broadcast live from their, uh, I don't know, what are they calling it? Steelers tailgate? Steelers pep rally? I don't yeah, know. It's the Steelers, Steelers Nation, Nation Unite, Unite event. event. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do that. Michelle Michaels. A bunch Michaels. of people
6: wearing Steelers stuff getting drunk. Does it need a name? No. No. And uh,
4: honestly, like, I am, I cannot wait. I'm getting so excited. You're all Bart Scott on oh, oh, this Oh, is- dude, I just... <laughs> I'm antsy. I can't wait to get out there.
1: Michelle Michaels up next with the Electric Lunch at Noon here on DVE. I'm finished.
8: You
0: stay classy, Pittsburgh. Don't touch your face.
8: I got him
1: dead, Pittsburgh, all day, baby.
0: For now,
8: you guys call me
0: Ronald. Would you not eat my pants? Ronald. Ah!